questions with queens hey y'all i'm your girl nay your hostess with the mostest yeah your hostess with the mostest i'm brianna or b and i'm aisha all right so i know i haven't been here for a while so it's my first time back on our final episode of season one yeah so your favorite person is back so no need to leave y'all can come back i'm home now i'm here come through come bless your girl but anyway (laughs) let's get into it so um just want to remind y'all guys to follow us on all of our social media platforms you can find us on facebook instagram twitter apple what is it um apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Spotify and am I missing anything else? YouTube, YouTube, YouTube mm-hmm. Instagram. Yes, yes. Questions with Queen and on Twitter we are QWQ Podcast. Hello, there you go. Thank you. So yes, so today's topic is drum roll, please. Brrrr, brrr. This is sign in my get, brrr. ma'am. That was not a drum roll. But I'll take that. It's not <laughs> it's, it's, she's our shoe, and we had we have enough shoes going on right now. We don't need any gats. Put that back and pull out your drumsticks. Right. I'm gonna holster it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so let's get back. So, <laughs> so our topic of today is in love versus love. Mm. So that's a little deep. So. We're going to jump right into that because I feel like that that's a whole lot. That's a whole lot that we can talk about with that and elaborate on. So I'm going to go ahead and start with my girl, Ish. We're definitely going to start with Ish. We got a a love hater over there. So we're going to start with Ish. Please don't call on me. Please don't call on me. Yes, yes. I'm going to start with you, teacher Ish. You be in the classroom like... (laughs) Yes. So we're going to jump right into it. So love versus love so um what is the difference um between love and love to you or is there is it or is there a difference um i believe there is a difference um i think it's like a slight difference like i think um when you love somebody i think that's just like caring for them you you know they're important to you um it's like your children your mom your dad like that type of love but I think when you're in love with someone, I think that's more of like relationship. Like that's how I think of it. It could be more than that, but I, to me, I think of it as like you are in a relationship with this person. So I really do. I think that when you're in love with somebody, like it's a little bit different because you want to have a relationship with this person. They are a little bit more important than like maybe I don't want to say more important than your mom, but you treat them different. You treat them different than you would treat your like mom or your grandma, if that makes sense. I don't know. Did that make sense to y'all? No, it makes sense. I, I, I understand what you're saying. It makes sense. All right, yeah, that's what I think of when I think of the difference. Like, I think it's just a slight difference, though. Like, it's just a little, just a little nudge. What you think, mm-hmm. B? I think there's a big difference. I think love is like the ultimate feeling of, like, care for attractive to and all of that stuff like I feel like love is like lust plus uh, friendship like it's like just an ultimate feeling it's kind of indescribable and like scientific-y or whatever or psychological and stuff is this love or in love we're talking about love okay so I just feel like it's like just the ultimate feeling of care for like you can love 
a person you never met, you can just be like, hey, I love your shoes or I love the way you laugh or something like that. Like, I just think it's the ultimate feeling, like the right. highest feeling of, of feels, the feels. <laughs> and, of the feels. <laughs> and love, the I feels. think it's like the act of love, like what you're currently doing and what you are like feeling over time in a moment of whatever you're in, like relationship, like each said, like if you're romantically involved with somebody, it's just like the overall moment of the acts that you're doing. So the actions of love. And I think that one can expire. I don't being think in love, love can expire. I think being in love can expire and love cannot expire. Right. I, I, I get that. I agree. What you think, Nay? Yeah. Um, I kind of agree with you. You think love is like um, a feeling, you know, you deeply care about somebody, you love them, they have a special place in your heart, you know, if something was to happen to them, you know, you are some type of way, you'll be bothered, you know, you want to protect them, you want them to be safe, you know, you love your friends, you love your mom, you love whoever, um, you know, people that are special to you, that are close to you, you love them, you care about them. That's um, how I think of love. When term in terms of in love, I think when you're in love with somebody is deeper is more of a connection, kind of like a soul connection. Like, it isn't um, just a physical thing. It's a mental thing. Like, you guys understand each other on a deeper level. And as you say, it can expire because you can be in a relationship with somebody and love them. And then as you guys connect more, you begin to grow, you know, it, you begin to fall in love with them. And then at some point, you guys can go off a track or someone can do something to break that trust that you build and then you can kind of start shying away and of course you still love them and you still care about them you don't want to see anything bad happen to them but that deep connection that you once had may no longer be there i might yeah, have to be a little bit um uh slightly just because i think that i think that both can expire like i know y'all said one you said one right B that you said in love can expire. Yeah, in love, love, being in love can expire. I, I, I think that they both can expire because if you think about it, how many times did you think that you loved somebody? Like, let's just go for exes and stuff like that. Like, to this day, you don't still love them. Like, I mean, I, I, mean, I know I don't. Like, I don't, like, I feel like that expired with that time. Um, now, like, probably like a parent or somebody that's constantly in your life, that might not never expire, but... I feel like when you, I feel like when you, with certain relationships, when I think the love might expire with the relationship, if that makes sense. You see what I'm trying to say? Because like somebody that I loved five years ago in a relationship, I don't love today. Like I get what you're saying, but I can honestly say when I was in relationship with my exes, I did at some point think I was in love. Now, as I grew older and got into other relationships, I did realize that I wasn't in love but I love them. You know, like years later where I realize I'm not in love with them anymore. And I don't know, is there a difference of loving somebody and having love for them? Because if something yeah. was to happen to any of them, I would definitely feel some type of way and be hurt by that because I spent a portion of my time with them, you know, yeah, that was sacred to me. So it still would affect me because despite who you come across, you do share some type of moments with each of yeah. them, no matter how deep of the level or how deep of the connection, you still share something to even make you give them some of your attention or to share that time. So you oh, still I'm form some type of bond and relationship. So I'm like, do I still love them? Or like, how would I say I think, that? Like, no, I'm not in love with them. I think there is a difference between like, 
Cause I think when people say I have love for you, I I look at that as a slang, like like a slang language, like yeah. not meaning so much as like love, like like the feeling, but like I got love for you because I, I like meaning I care about you, like you my people's, you cool, you this. I don't think when people I say think I got it's the love same for thing. You, I think it's just a cop out way of saying like you don't want to say you're in love with a person, but the love feeling, like the actual, if we're going off of like saying that the love feeling is an actual feeling of care for I don't think that can go away because you had experienced something with somebody. I mean, I would, I beg to differ because if, if we're saying we're going off, if we're saying that love is just a feeling, I don't feel that for you anymore. Like, like not saying like if you die today yeah, or tomorrow. They, either yeah, they I'm did something, the in love part did something that was not on your list of like what you felt infatuated with. That's gone, but you have that feeling for them that's deeply or whatever. Like, it's like <laughs> I think that expires. Like that doesn't like to me that I I wouldn't say like like if somebody was to be like, oh, your ex from five years ago, you were madly in love with them. Okay, I'm not in love with them no more. So yeah, that expired. Do you still love them? No, I don't still love them. So that expired. I, I don't feel that. But you would say you had love for them. Would you say that? But I wouldn't even say that because, I mean, I'm not trying to come off as mean or, like, I don't care about the person no more. Like, yes, if something happened to them today or tomorrow, I'd be like, damn, that's fucked up. But, like, I'm not going to be drastically, like, boo-hoo crying or, like, if something was to happen to my husband, bitch, you might as well bury me with him. Right. But if something was to happen to my ex, it's going to be like... If I'm invited to the funeral, yes, I'm going to go. Am I going to be sad that like my, this person lost their life? Yes, I'm going to be sad as if they were a friend, like like a distant friend, like maybe like seven times removed, like from the family. Like mm-hmm. I I wouldn't say that I still have love for them. Like I don't know. Like I wouldn't say that I still. If we're saying that love is a feeling, I don't feel that love for them no more. So I feel like that can expire. Like if we're saying it's a feeling, you don't feel that for them no more, so they expired. I get what you're saying. I just feel like if it was once, like I feel like it's not love. Then if it's what, if it's able to be like, oh well, it just can't go away. Yeah, if right. it's just like, well, all right, well, whatever. Yeah, I don't think love dies. I think it's just it's just different forms. It's levels of it, and yeah. I think that you can be in a level of being infatuated and in love with a person. But the love there, the feeling that you had from them is you had a feeling because of whatever they are doing or whoever they are or whatever. Yeah, but that expires. That's just like saying that milk is no longer milk because it expired. You can't say that the love wasn't really love because it expired. Like, just because the milk went bad, it's still milk, isn't it? Wasn't it still milk at one point in time? It's expired. You can't use it no more, (laughs) but you, it still was milk. So I just feel like, especially if it's, I'm not saying like, all right, if you, if you was in love, like, say, if, all right, I'm going to just use my husband. So if I'm in love with my husband today and we just get a divorce, am I going to stop loving him tomorrow? No, but I'm just saying, like, if it's been five or six or seven years, you know what I mean? You don't get that love feeling. Is, you have to constantly pour into that. You have to constantly be doing something to make that person feel that. If I keep punching you, you're going to keep feeling it. But if I stop punching you, you're not going to feel it no more. So if you're not doing nothing to give that person that feeling, you're not going to feel that no more. Like, I don't, I don't know. I like, think that's the difference between in love and, and, and just having love. Like, just yeah, I, don't, I agree. Feeling. Like, if you're not pouring, like, like you said, like, I think that in love is, like, the action of, like, you are 
in it. You're constantly like just thinking right. about it. You're infatuated with a person. It's kind of like being crazy a little bit. Like you just, oh, that person or whatever. Like you that need thing. them to but, go on at that time. Yeah, like, but that can fade away. I feel like you don't, you, that person can change. The dynamics can change. Something in the relationship happens. Whatever, that person is not the person that you once knew. Whatever, you're not in love anymore. You're not actually feeling those actions. You're not doing anything to pour into the person anymore. You're not currently in the feels like but you did have love for that person or you did have a feeling of love like but that's just like your your brain your mind and your body and your soul is going to feel something if something happens to that person if that person calls you or whatever you're going to probably answer or something like that because the love is there right i don't know i just think like i think like like we said the difference i mean if you say I'm like love, like you could love your mom, but you're not in love with your mom. So right, but the feeling is just it, love. It's not for that's, whoever. That's it's just what I'm love. saying. That's that's what I'm saying. So the you're not feel, gonna stop loving your mom. That's what I'm saying. So the feel, if we're saying that you can love, stop loving your mom, though. <laughs> I'm depending on what kind of mom it, you got. If you yeah. saying that love is a feeling, like we're saying, like it's just the actual feeling. Like we're not saying like the actions we're saying this is what you feel so if the person is no longer around no longer like in your life or nothing like that that you can lose that feeling for somebody but that doesn't mean that it wasn't love at one point but you that that can expire because it's, it might have been a very very long time 10 11 years like that you've been with your ex you're not going to be like you, you're not going to see them in shot right and be like Ooh, baby, damn, I still love you. You're not no, going to be not in love with them. But if, but you, that's if not, they you, want you to don't talk, have to feel like that to love them. The love. You just you got. You're not going like, to be like, oh, yeah, I still, like, I love them. The feeling. It's like, it's like ink. Either. It's like ink versus a pencil. Like, you can't erase the ink. Like, you wrote it. It's there already. Like, you can't take it back and be like, oh, no, you, you know, but you're not in love. <laughs> you're no longer using the pen anymore but you you wrote it it's but there. the pen run out it can run out of ink but it's so on the paper <laughs> it's stamped the it's not signed and delivered the, the, the it's on the paper expire like i i think that it can i think that you can like i mean what y'all think people that's here people are viewers what y'all think like can it expire or like y'all think that once you love somebody that's it you stuck with that love for the rest of your life like i i don't know I don't know. I, I agree. I don't know. I feel like yeah, it's nobody. It's that. It's like mm-mm. yeah, you, know, you guys can put your point of view in the chat room um, to let us know what you think. But um, I kind of I get what both of you guys are saying, but um, I kind of still agree with B a little bit. Like because I'm just speaking for me personally. No, I'm not in love with any of my exes, but um, I definitely. Still care about all of them, and you know, in a sense, I guess I do still love them because if something was to happen to them, I would be hurt and affected by it. You can still care about somebody without loving them. I care about my neighbors, but I don't love them. You can still care about somebody and not love them. Like it doesn't mean I'm not saying that. I'm not when I say that I feel like the love can expire. I'm not saying that that's taken away you caring about that person. You can care about somebody without loving them. You don't have to love somebody to care about this person. I was just at Walgreens and I saw an old lady struggling. I cared enough about her struggle to go help her, but I don't know her from a can of paint. 
I don't love her. I just cared that she was struggling. I cared about her not falling with all of her bags. You don't have to love somebody to care for them. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like the love, if you're not with that person no more, the love can expire. It can expire. You don't, you're not going to forever just be like, oh, I'll just forever love you. Like, I mean, that's just me. I'm not saying y'all, but I, I just beg the different. Like, I'm, say, I'm a different kind of breed. I'm not saying that like like I said if something happened to them yes I care I care but I don't love them like it's I don't feel that love for them like and I'm not in love with them I feel like that's two separate things so I'm yes. no I'm not in love with them no more but I don't love them either I care about them yes that's fine if they die today or tomorrow I'm gonna be sad, poor you, but I'm not about to be not like poor you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> poor you sucks that that no, happened. Like, we got a comment that agrees with you, Ish. That comment was a little crucial. Like, one of our comments is with you, Ish. They said, but, then, but wait, but it was with you, but then it kind of like contradicted it. So I'm kind of confused. You can go ahead and read I those comments. Read the comments, y'all. So you, they said they don't, know, they don't know their neighbors, but they don't give a fuck what happens to them. And what's the point of love if it expires? Yeah, so it's kind of like going both ways. The, so, so this is what we said. We said, I know because you just came in, so we were saying that love... The difference between being the, the difference between love and being in love is a difference because love can just be like the feeling versus in love is like the physical like actions and Action. things like that. So we were saying that um, B had mentioned that being in love with somebody can expire, but the love is still always going to be there. And I said that I don't. I think that both can expire. Not saying that they both have to, but I think that it can expire. You just because you love somebody, if y'all break up, ten years go by, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, I do still love you. I, I mean, the I only not. reason why I'm saying that's not always true is because I know a situation where it's been eight plus years and that love's still there, okay? We have yeah, people doing crazy, that's stupid, that's dumb that's stuff. That's and they ain't been together. Things that they do or they might still have a relationship. I'm talking about where's though. I'm, I'm not talking about the people that break up and still are friends or still like actively in each other's life. I'm talking about the breakups where though you really like, like my last relationship. I don't talk to this person. I don't see them. We never run into each other. We don't have nothing in common no more. We so don't, you can't have like long, you can't have like a long distance love or like, so you no, only can love them I, I if, like if they're in the like, regular. No, but yeah, I feel like, to so me, if I, I stop so if me and you stop talking Every day, and you ain't talk to me for three months. You don't love me no more. You did? Did you break up with me as a friend, or are we we just didn't talk? That's different because we still have some type of connection. The connection was never cut off. So I'm okay. So how about what if they said? What if they said I don't so want to be your about, friend anymore? Wait. So how about when we've had situations where we had our little fallouts that friends have, and we didn't talk? Did you not love me when we weren't speaking because we had a fallout? <laughs>
it's, we we had our times where we had our breakups and stuff like that. But I already knew. I know how our friendship is. I knew that that was just our break and what we needed. Now I'm right. talking about now. If you stop being my friend for ten plus years, I nay. I'm sorry, but I don't love you no more. You have to earn that back because <laughs> no. Listen, let me just say, you have to earn that back because listen to. I'm a mom of four girls. I'm mm -hmm. a wife. I have nieces and nephews. I, I'm already divided so much, so I can't just let you be holding on to my love and my energy, and I gotta keep pouring into something that's not pouring back into me. Right. So, as a friend, if we're pouring into each other, yes, that's different. But that's I'm not the type of person that's just gonna continue to pour into somebody that's not pouring back into me because when my cup get empty, how am I gonna take care of my family? How am I gonna be the mom that I have to be for them? How am I gonna be the wife that I have to be for them because I'm pouring all of my love and attention into a dead or a, a cup with a hole in it? But just you don't always have to. Sometimes they tell you you gotta love people from a distance. I don't. You don't always have to act. I'm not that person. the acting on it is the in love part to me. I think. You you can't stop loving somebody. It's just like it's levels of the love. Like you always want like to even if it's toxic. That and, yeah, like, like that initial feeling. Love. That initial <laughs> feeling of care. If they got to that point and you was able to say, "Hey, I love you," then mm -hmm. that is a, a a step in your heart that's never going away. Back. I snatched all my stuff back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> she said, "I can't give it away." Give it back. Cause I'm not, I'm, I'm, that's just not me. Like I'm not even going to get on here in front. That's just not me. I'm not that person. Like if you're not constantly, if some, if you're not constantly like pouring into me as well, or we're not, we don't have no type of friendship or no type of connection. I cannot waste my, my little bit of space that I have for somebody that's not present or somebody that's not active. Like I'm, I delete Mm -mm, you're not not active. I go through my phone log. If I, even my call, my phone book. If I don't call these people, or these people don't call me, don't check on my kids, don't call up and see how we are. Don't, I delete out the phone because at this point you're taking up space in my phone and I, it's it's unnecessary. Right. It's no, unnecessary. But that's just me. I do that. That's just how I am all the way around. Like you spring it clean out, everything. No more, it got to go. If it's you taking up space, everything. It has to go. I spring cleans everything. Love, love cleaning. Love One of our comments said, "If you don't love them, you never love them." And no, are we speaking on friendship love or relationship love? I'm So the topic is paired to relationships, but it was just kind of use an example to kind of see what the whole love thing was. But I feel like love is love. Yeah, relationship or no relationship, like. Ooh. Mm, I don't know, cause I could love ice cream today and not love ice cream tomorrow. So I we talking about human beings. It's still the feeling of like the the psychological. But that doesn't mean that it didn't exist. You can't say just because you don't love somebody today that the love wasn't real. I just don't. I don't think that that's like. I agree with that. I don't think. I don't know, cause I I feel like that's just like saying if you're not in love with them no more, then you was never in love with them. So you cannot say that. I think it's different. I think it's different because I feel like love is just a strong caring for. If you care for that person, you always gonna care for that person. That person doesn't change, but the way that they made you feel might change, or something that they did might change. So you're no longer in love with them, but you always will love them. I feel like that for me personally. That's exactly what I'm saying about loving somebody. So you somebody did something to make you love them. And now they did something to make you not love them no more. So wouldn't that still fall <laughs> under the category? No. 
why do one carry for the one and not the other? You the only reason why the only reason why I say it doesn't is because when you love somebody, I feel like once it gets to that part, you were supposed to love them with no conditions. Like when you yes. love me, you love me unconditionally. You don't love me with conditions. Like, oh, I don't right. love you no more because X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, be hurt. Feel some type of way because we want to be type in level. love. But if, aren't you supposed to be in love with that person without conditions as well? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a whole other level. And that's just how it happens. Like, yeah, the, the in love part is the moment of time that's happening is going yeah, on. It's like, like oh, it's I'm like, so in love. Like, like I'm, I'm in love. It literally you it, like, like you on it's the cloud. A chemical violence in your body. Like yes. you, know, you you send off endorphins and oxytocin yes. and all that stuff. Yes. And love you. You are and feeling you have, good. Oh, you stress so and everything. If you send like, off all, if you send that can stop. Hormones, right? If you send off all of them hormones, you don't think them same hormones go off when you love somebody? You don't think that can stop? Them same hormones go off when you love somebody. That um, person made you feel something. So when all of that stops, the love can stop as well. Just like you're saying all of that stops and you're not in love with them no more. That can stop as well. It's not, I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like, mm, like I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. so you're all my saying shit is they are the same. Hmm? You're saying love and love is the same? I'm not saying it's the same, but I think it has the same expiration rules. You're the whole hearted queen, child. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, it's like, I'm not saying that my love comes with conditions because it definitely doesn't, but I'm just saying, like, when you're no longer present. If we're no longer in a relationship, technically, I don't have to give you that unconditional love no more. Like, I'm not required to do that anymore. You don't have to give them anything to say that you still love them. You, and I'm telling you that I don't. (laughs) You can love them from a distance because that goes into like, all right, Jesus, and I'm telling you, I don't. That goes into like if you breaking up for if you breaking up because like you love them or something like that, like. You say, or I don't want to be. I love you so much. Like I don't. I'm. I'm not the person, or I can't do this for you, or I can't be what you need right now, or, or I'm I, not there where I need to be. And y'all if break I up. If I pack my bags, I'm packing my love with it. Period. Period. Okay. Cool. So, can you be in a relationship without being in love? Yeah. Yeah. Hold another topic. Hold up. Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Let me pull oh, my book out. Since, since you're well, saying they saying you can be in a relationship without being in love because when you enter into a relationship you don't love that person right away right yeah I don't know dot 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 I don't think that you I don't think that love is required to have a relationship like no, that's love is not love. a requirement I said in love can you be in, in love is not required to be in a relationship you have to get to that like um being in other relationships or dating other people <laughs> made me realize that what I thought was being in love wasn't so it's like sometimes you don't really know until you really experience it but I've been in relationships right. where I wasn't in love before. And it was like, oh, I just really love them. But that definitely wasn't in love. Like, it, it just wasn't the same. It could have been puppy love. Or it could have been like the honeymoon phase because it was still so new. But it definitely wasn't in love. So I think you could definitely be in a relationship without being in love. Because you could be dating somebody in a relationship with them. And y'all never get to the, that point. Like, you're still learning each other and figuring it out. And before you can, like, connect on a deeper level, it's already over. 
Yeah, and I think you can get into a relationship and not mm-hmm. not love them yet. Right. Like, you don't love somebody like when you first start dating them. You wanna you wanna see where this goes. Okay, boom. And then you yeah. get to I love you because that's like the steps, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Just be like I, they be asking like, when did you say you love that person? When did you feel mm-hmm. that? Right. Because mm-hmm. yes, it was like a like to a deep care, then the love, then the end love. Because yes. that's when the lust part comes in too, because a lot of people get love and lust confused as well. We yeah, have a comment I, I, that says being in love is obsessed. Hmm. Uh, I kind of can see that though. Because it's like you need them. It becomes like a high. It's like they become your drug and you need it. And if you don't get it, Legit it's like, addicted. where's my fix? Yeah, it becomes an addiction. Damn. So I get it, the obsession. <laughs> I definitely get that. Because you be out there on them streets like, where my man at? Uh-uh, he ain't just going to be home. Like, that. you okay? Like, where you at? You said he's going to be here 10 minutes ago. Like, he's talking crazy. So, it's, yeah, it's, I agree it's, with it. It, it does become like an obsession. So, I get that. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I think I don't want to use that word though. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm about to say yeah, that. That's I why I said. Like, yeah. I feel like like infatuation or something. Like, I like that word infatuation. Like, like more because so, like obsessed like is like a negative annotation. Like, it legit did say like I was I was yeah. studying. You know, I be studying and stuff, and it legit says like you are addicted to the person. But it's like I don't want to say that. Like, I want to. Yeah, I don't want to use that word. Do- addicted to them because it'd be like I can't sleep without my husband like I yeah I don't think addic- I don't think I, addiction is the bad word obsessed might be a little a little too much because I mean I seen a movie obsessed I'm like, like, oh, obsessed is like, crazy. It's like obsessed is like more so selfish too it's like you don't yeah. care about the other person or whatever you just like want what you want and that's it like exactly but like yeah. infatuated y'all both infatuated with each other or are you right. like Hey, I just love that person. I love how they make me feel. My hormones is shooting up and down. Whatever, I can sleep this way without with this person or whatever. So yeah, because when you're obsessed, so, sometimes they don't have to do anything to make you become obsessed. You're just and you can obsessed. be obsessed with nothing. Like yes, that's obsessed not always good or healthy. You could be obsessed with somebody, but the way they look, like, and I'm just obsessed with you. That doesn't mean that you are in love with them. Like right. Y'all seen the movie? You seen the movie? I seen it. She's crazy. crazy. I'm hollering. Yeah. I don't and be in a relationship without um, being in love with the person. I actually think that, like we said, being in love expires. So if you could be in a, you could be like, you could fall in and out of love with somebody. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? It just depends on where y'all at in a relationship. Because you can definitely fall in and out of love. And that's something that's some real talk, especially when your relationships becomes years and years in. Years so in. Sometimes you get comfortable, you get stagnant, and it takes for somebody to be like, all right, babe, we drawing. Like, what's going and on? Because this is, like, real dry. You have to realize, too, that you you married this person seven years ago. So they might not be who they were seven years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like impossible. You might not like now. So... It is possible to fall out of love with the person because maybe you didn't communicate like, all right, I don't really like that no more. I like this now. And then your person just keep doing the same thing. And you like, bitch, I don't even like that. But you never communicated that. So once you do communicate that and you start, the person start doing the things that you like, you might fall back in love with them. Like, yeah, see, bitch, this is, the bitch I, I, this is what I've been missing. See? Right. See? 
there you go. The in loveness is still be like it goes up and down. It's level. Yeah, but, but that's the foundation. A but the foundation is love. Like it started there. You gotta be like, all right, I'm in love. I'm out of love. You're drawn. Like no, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're drawn. Like no, I don't like you anymore. Um, we had a comment that says, "Can two people be obsessed with each other or in love at the same time?" Yeah, I think so. I hope so. <laughs> but you better not love you. you love Do you mean you. two different people? You mean two different are, people, right? I was gonna say, are you talking about like if you in a relationship with somebody, can you love somebody else? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I think that's. I think that's what they mean. It can happen. I know y'all it heard does, that song by Jasmine Sullivan in love with another man. Yeah. Okay? It the whole song, she apologizes to her man for being in love with another it man. Happens. And it definitely happens because, like I said, you might have not communicated that you don't like that no more. You don't, you, this is what you need. You didn't communicate your new needs with your partner. So once Susie come along and Susie doing everything that you like, you falling for Susie because you never communicated to your partner like, hey, this is the things that I like now. Let's change it up. Let's switch it up. So mm-hmm. once that happens, like, yeah, it's, it's possible because sometimes people don't know how to communicate. So it is very possible. And then you think about it, like, y'all got kids now. Y'all got all these different responsibilities. It's not fun no more. Like, right. everything changed. Your dynamics changed. Everything changed. Like, it was fun in the beginning because we didn't have no responsibilities. You was living at your mom's house. I was living at my mom's house. And we was fucking on the weekends. We ain't had no responsibilities. But mm-hmm. now that we got responsibilities, it's not fun no more because then we got to get up every day and go to work. And we got four kids right. and things like that. So, yeah. you know what I mean? the love language has changed. You got mm-hmm. to have them conversations. You got to, especially if you want to be with that person for a long, long time. Like, mm-hmm. you got to figure out the stuff that changes and you got to keep up with those changes. If you keeping up with trends, you can keep up with the changes in your relationship. Hello. That? B, you got a comment. You want to read it? Yeah, one of our viewers says that you can definitely love two people at the same time because you love people for different things. That is the truth, okay? That is really some truth because everybody is different. So it's like everybody gives you different things. So it may be something that you're missing in your relationship that another person is giving you. And it's like, I'm getting what I need here, but then I'm still getting what I need there. Then that's when they say people always want their cake and eat it too. Like, that's when it comes to that. Now, you can love multiple people, but can you be in love? That's what we're speaking about, in love. You can be in love with more than one person. She said love. She said love. She didn't say in love. That's what I'm saying. I think it's both. I think you can love. You you definitely can love two people at the same time. I feel like you can be in love with two people at the same time because you're in love with those things that they both do for you individually. Yeah, like the in love part is the action. Different needs for you. Mm -hmm. I'm being it. And it goes back to, like, the love languages and stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. Are receiving or this yeah, your person that. that you with are unable to do something that your love language is requiring, and then you might meet someone else that does the same thing. But you know, not necessarily cheating or anything like that. It could be two separate times and two separate people that did two separate things. Like, but you still are in love with that person that did something for you, or you're in love with another person that did something for you. Yeah, I think you can be. I think you can be in love with two people at the same time. I definitely agree with that. Um, now, is it healthy? Is it right? <laughs> is it like I don't I don't know. So, like in my opinion, I would definitely try to steer clear of that because it's very it's draining to be in love with it's one. Dangerous. It's, it's very dangerous. dangerous. 
very dangerous. <laughs> yes, and it's in people like people really kill for love. Like you, and that's the part. People hearts like exactly. You have to be very careful, and you have to be like, careful say, with me. It's very dreamy. Should I be <laughs> mm-hmm. dream? You heard what Cardi, Cardi said. Listen, it's not healthy. Exactly. It's not healthy at all because people feelings get involved. And like you said, some people feelings you cannot play with simple. because they get to a part where a certain part of their brain snaps and nothing makes sense and there's no coming back. I don't know if y'all they heard about it. They got a whole like lifetime show about it. Yeah. Okay. Like people y'all be pulling up on, They be catching people over that on them. Kill everybody, shoot them up. Like, you know, it's not you worth gotta, it. You got to think about it from this aspect. Usually when you are doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, like, because let's be real, if you in love with another person while you're in a relationship, that means you're doing something with that person. So right. you think about it like this. You're that's why I said, that's why not say know. not cheating, but it could be two different ways right. that you have taken it. Your significant other might not know. So this person might, people really drop dimes. Y'all pillow talk so much and y'all give out all this information on y'all spouse. Mm-hmm. And now Susie then rolled up on us and, and beat my ass. I don't even know where Susie coming from. Yeah, I, I don't know Susie. Didn't I even know, know Susie, Susie existed. Yeah. And how Susie, Susie know me and why she coming to fight me? Susie be knowing the drop. She know where you work at. She know where you live at. She know what time And you don't know not a damn thing about and Susie. And you don't know nothing about Susie. You don't even know. The inbox coming to you as a woman. Now don't you come to me as a woman. Looking stupid. Like you gotta, you y'all gotta. You, that's so selfish. Better. Because bitch, let's. Women too. Women too. Because women be lying. Women be lying and having two people and that's telling this person one thing and telling somebody else another thing. Can't do that. You can't play with people. And love is serious. Like people, people are dying over love. Okay. <laughs> You all people always blame one. Well, if she was doing what she's supposed to do, well, how the fuck you know I ain't doing what I'm supposed to do? It all know. goes back to that. It That's all goes back to communication, you. like you said. Like it can all be solved by, hey babe, I don't like that. Babe, I need you to grab my ass and smack me. <laughs> smack my ass when you fucking. I need you to go get the kids. Like I need all of that. And then you can solve it and just do it and be like, all right, babe, I got you. Boom, boom, boom. I'm gonna do that. And then you'll be saved. Like, babe, you ain't it no more. Right. Ain't it no more. I was about to say that. That's another thing. People don't know how to break up no more, or people don't know how to get broken up break with. Up. Like that's too much. Let me get like, my box. That's too much because if I break up with you, that's it. That's done. It's over. Like it's don't it's call it. me. Don't Look, show up. Don't nowhere. call me. Don't stalk me. Don't be outside my job. Don't say Period. you're doing it for the kids. Like you ain't Tyra. Like we not doing that. Not for the kids. No. <laughs> We're not doing it for the kids. We ain't Tyra. Okay. Don't show up. Tyra don't show here. up at my house. That's it. It's done. We over. Exactly. I told you that last week. Why you not? And that's the thing. Or people, or people get comfortable more, right? and nobody break up with each other. So then mm. it gets to the point where you're like together but not together. Period. It's oh too my much. God. That happens huh? way too much. That happens yeah. a lot. Too much. Um, it's, it's because you built so much with that person. You built so much of that person. And that's, like, mm-hmm. I ain't even going front. Like, it would be hard leaving my husband because we built so much together. It's like, damn, then we got to start over. Like, yes. Let's see if we really want to break up. Like, go sleep on the couch for a few days. Let's see. Yes, look, because you get comfortable. Then it's like, dang. I gotta get used to being naked around somebody. I get used to. I gotta see if they I like my food. Some of my I gotta. They gotta I gotta get used to them like going to the bathroom and stuff. Like, is he gonna be okay if I fart? Like, you gotta. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep my wig on. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, going I can't just, can just snatch my wig off when I go in the house. I got to still be cute. Like, what the hell? Like, what am I going to go for? If we don't work, we're going to be together, but not together at this point. Yes. I ain't starting over. This you seen that TikTok? Like, you want to see other people? Let me switch my wig real quick. We see other people then. Go sleep on the couch and sit down somewhere because you're not going nowhere. <laughs> like, you want to see other people? Go look in the mirror and see yourself. Go see, yes. Crazy. Go look in the mirror and put change your head or something. We got to make it work. We're too old to keep starting over. We got to make it work. Anybody, anybody got time for that? We got kids and everything. Yeah, um, I, I ain't starting over no more. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got to make it work. Um, it says, people are not dying over love. They are just crazy and can't control their emotions. They don't think logically. <laughs> I think people are dying like over love. Like it's rather you your emotions or not. You love that person so much, and now I gotta die because you love them and you decide. And everybody <laughs> handles everything differently. You can't be like because that person was able to get cheated on and walk away. You should be able to too. Everybody brain is wired differently. So the way I handle something may not be the way you handle something. That's like you can't tell people how to handle stuff because you ain't them. You and not know. only that, the dynamics yeah, like, of the relationship might have been different. Like, you and Susie exactly. might have dated for two months, but if we've been dating for 15 years, bitch, I'm gonna go a little crazy. I'm gonna go a little... And if, especially, especially if you blindsided by something, like, if you oh, didn't know, right. or, like, you started a new relationship and you didn't close you your, your other door properly, that person is going to bring all those all of those feelings into your new relationship because you didn't handle your stuff properly. Like, you should have just been like, all right, it's over. I'm feeling this way. I don't want to be with you no more, blah, blah, blah. Let that person deal with that and y'all yeah, heal. That person, you need closure. To heal. closure is very important. Closure, closure for sure, important. yes. People really underrate closure. Like, closure is important and it's very it's the necessary. Same thing, like, when you have that entry conversation when you're saying, like, oh, you want to be in a relationship, it's the same way you need to be like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship. The exit conversation as well. Exit conversation, yes. <laughs> because then you thinking, like, you got, you, if you just break, like, oh, all right, bitch, it's over. But what I do? Like, what mm -hmm. happened? Like or you, you don't say nothing, you just start acting different and you left. Like right. But when you get or you just stop closure, answering your phone and stop replying to text messages, you like, yeah, right. like, wait, what's up? What happened? <laughs> right. And you when you give somebody closure, right. you give them the opportunity to learn from their mistakes. Like mm -hmm. I know I took all the things that I did wrong and I was like, I'm not doing it this time. This time, this is the last time, and I'm gonna do this time right. You give people that opportunity to grow as a person because if you're not letting them know what they did, guess what? They're going to just keep walking around hurting the next person and hurting the next yes. person. You want to let the people know, like, ah, bitch, you was toxic as shit, and ah, you got to get that together. If you don't ever yep. tell nobody, they're not going to ever change. Yep. You got to give people that closure. It's important. And you got to be willing and open to understand that you did something wrong, something wrong. Like, you got to be like, oh, all right, I did fuck that up. My yeah. <laughs> like, uh, one of our comments say so using your emotions to make decisions is cool honestly you use you, you, I feel like no decision that you make you don't use your emotion like okay. if I'm buying a dress I'm like I want to know how like damn do, this, do I like it do I this you use your emotions to make every decision like yeah, I don't I nobody I makes a decision it. without some type of some type of emotion now we're not mm -hmm. saying that it's cool to be acting out in rage and acting all crazy but it happens you know what I mean? It happened. And this is another thing. If it wasn't something that you couldn't control, you wouldn't be charged differently accordingly if it's something that you could control. Because that's why you have premeditated. Like, oh, you went home, you thought about it, you did X, Y, and Z. But this is you, you act, down. Exactly. And you <laughs> act in the moment, 
they're like, okay, well, you were acting in the moment, you know, you kind of was whatever, whatever, and you're processed differently than somebody that's going to sit, make up a plan, and figure it out. So, yeah, your emotions have to do with every decision you make. Every decision every you make. Every single decision of your life, your emotions have to do with, yeah. You don't make no even decisions if, without even thinking if you're about telling it yourself, Even if you think you're telling yourself, like, you're in your brain, your brain has to get signals from your organs. Like, it's like, all right, if you're telling yourself, don't think about it, don't use my emotions, that's an emotion you're using to be logical. Like, you're like, exactly. right, I need to make this decision this type of way. That's an emotion that you're feeling. Like, you're like, I don't want to feel this way. I do want to feel this way. So, I agree. Exactly. I think it needs a balance. I don't think everything should be made off of solely emotions, and I don't think everything should right. be decided off of solely logic. Like, you got to use both. Yeah, it's always a little sprinkle of emotion in some type of decision, right? And I think most women have, like, more emotional thoughts than men. Mm-hmm. But, hey, I think you need both. What other questions? Yeah, I think you need both. Um, I definitely think that you need both. Like, I think it's important. So what do you think about love without commitment i don't know me i feel like, that <laughs> like i've had love without commitment before and i feel like it fucked me up okay <laughs> oh did it man <laughs> it did i've had love without commitment and it was it didn't feel good because it's like you share these things with some person you know with somebody and y'all supposed to you know have you know feel differently for each other than y'all feel for any anyone else but because there's no commitment when the other person goes off and can do X, Y, and Z because there no, there's no commitment, of course you're going to feel some kind of way because the love is there, but it's like you can't really act on it or say anything because there's no commitment. <laughs> so I feel like it's kind of one of those cakey, it, either two situations, like it doesn't really work. Like it's really a bunch of bullshit. And as the person that been like, I guess on the side where it's though like, I'm like, I'm cool. Not committing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We I was telling you it's fucked up. <laughs> like, I think that it's fucked up. And I'm I'm saying that now as an like a full grown adult. Like when you you thirty was grown back then. But like learning from them mistakes is just like it's not fair to put somebody through that. It's not fair right. to let somebody think that you love them the same way that they love you or in in there and in your mind like y'all had that conversation like oh no this is not no type of commitment you do you i'm gonna do me but at, as time go along some type of commitment forms on one side it might not been like like i said i never committed i don't go for it but right. they started committing because it's just like you could tell that the commitment changed on their end because they would oh you like you in that person dm or you talking to that person or why you out with that person or this and that that's how you could tell that the commitment changed for them because they just feel like why are you with this person and you not with me? You told me you ain't want to go out. You told me you ain't want to do this. Like, right. so it's not fair to them because it's just like, bitch, I've been loving you for two years now. Like, and I'm still not getting something different from you. You, Somebody's going to want more. Somebody's going to start to want more as time goes along. And it's not fair to keep dragging them along, making them think that like one day you basically get their hopes up. Like, all right, she's one day is it's gonna be us. One day, and that's not fair because they could right. meet their person. Their their soul might might be right there. Long time ago, focused mm-hmm. on you. It's not fair. It's definitely not fair at all. 
It's not at all. And another thing, like, it's like the, the love without commitment. I also fet like, I don't know, everybody's situation is different, but for my situation, it was like the love was the same on both ends. Like, I can honestly say, I was definitely treated and looked at as the girlfriend. Like, everybody around, like, if they would refer to me, they would refer to me as their girlfriend. And it's not like the person be like, oh, that's not my girlfriend. And it's just like, oh, okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. But when it was beneficial for them to do whatever, it was like, oh, you can't really say anything because there's no commitment. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you're, it's like you use it when it's beneficial, but we're doing all this boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. But if I was to do those same things, it would have been like hell of a high water. Like, wait, you did what? Like, what's going on? You like, didn't even know that. I was like, wait, what? Y'all wasn't? Yeah, because when you asked me, I'm like, no, we technically no, never, never, never said that. I'm like, never ever said that. That shit stings in a whole nother, like. But if you, but you witnessed it on the outside looking in, like, we definitely look like or seem to everybody outside that we were with him as your boyfriend but when it you came can't say a motherfucking thing to him mm -hmm. it was like but we're not together though but we're not together and i, 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 I say said that. the same lines honey i know because i said the same and line. i say that no, it is just like girlfriend it's that like my or just like let the person be then if you're not but see, that's me. If you but, wanna, and then if turned you, around and gave somebody else the commitment that I was asking for and then made and it seem like I, I did say. something. That's the part that hurts the most because it's just like Jesus, Jesus, I've been Jesus. all this time with you and then Susie come along and that's your girlfriend. Uh -huh. I mean, I haven't been there. I've been the doer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I or, think I'm gonna stop or, this friendship with you that we got going on. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's not in love with you anymore. Right. <laughs> but this can continue or go on as one. I, but let me say this. I have always, y'all know me. I am very blunt. And oh, yes. I tell people up front, this is not no, bad. We know that. And you do. But I can't say that about you. You honestly, ever since I've been around and seen them slide and slide, and you be like, yeah, but that's, that's more so yeah, you I tell them, that ain't my fault. Like, I be talking, yeah. when they get like that, I cut them off. And that's why, that's why going back to the when I was like, that's love inspired for me. Because I, I could cut people off. I don't deal with that. Like, I'm, whoop. You want to, mm -hmm. you get, like, clingy. I don't like that type of stuff. So, uh, and that was the thing when I tried to, and that was the thing when I tried to cut them off. When I seen when it was going, I was like, okay, I want to do this no more because my feelings are too involved. And they, mm -hmm. like, kept trying to talk to you, kept trying to get you back, kept trying to persuade you, be your friend, mm -hmm. be all in your face. Let you know, mm -hmm. like, this is what they want, and then turn around, it still ain't really what they want. They just still want you to be there because they just want to play around and still get they want you to be there. Yeah, no. Because we are accessible. I was accessible. Yeah, you know, when you're accessible, it's just like, all right. That is true. That. Let me pick up the phone. Let me do this. Let me start that this whole love cycle all over again. But, like, I feel like it's like both parties' obligation to, like, stop some type of way like you like you said each like you like when you feel like they were catching feelings or they were doing too much like you stopped it and you was like hey no remember i said i didn't want to do none of that like you stopped it but then even even as the person that had that conversation still the person was just like all right no i'm a chill i'm da -da 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 -da. i'm a, you know what i mean and if you want to continue like what am i supposed to say now like all right i'm thinking you're really gonna get your life together like 
Right. You and see, that was the thing. Sometimes people don't want to let go either. Sometimes and that was the thing. Like, you might have wanted to let go, but your person didn't. And I wanted to right. let go and that person didn't. So it'd be sometimes like one person might be ready to let go and the other person not done yet. So yes. you can't really blame either party. For real, for real. Right. And that's how it was. It was like, um, but nobody never, like, I was never tried to let go, though. And the one time, and it was the thing. So if we're not committed, why are we sneaking around? Why is it a secret? Why are we hiding it? If we're not committed, but then when I find out and I confront you about it, and you feel that's the only thing you can say to justify what you're doing, it's like mm -hmm. a smack in my face because it's like, Deep down, you're like, damn, I shouldn't be doing this. So let me try to sneak and do it. Then when I find out, it's like, really? Like, really, really? But... I'm talking about a ten if they were sneaking to do it, it's because it was somebody else on the side. Because if you're not in a committed relationship... That's what she's saying. Exactly. The other person. Sneaking to yeah, the other person. So if we not committed, you know, I'm why are you sneaking? I'm agreeing with you. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm so why are you sneaking? Because technically, like, just like me and your head, we was we was actually committed just you just wanted to do what you wanted to do so you wanted to throw that not committed on the sideline because if you ain't committed to somebody when somebody walking somebody as your girl or your whoever you're gonna be like no but if niggas walking up to you like oh your girl x y and z and you like oh okay no because listen let me say let me it's the doer <laughs> so, i just want you to just hang up right we know we know you the nigga keep uh, going go ahead <laughs> You called your own damn card. You could have been quiet. Because <laughs> I got to defend us. Go ahead. Defend your slimy asses. Go ahead. Go ahead, ancient asses. <laughs> Go ahead. Defend it. She was married now. It's okay. You got saved. <laughs> so listen. That's the thing. The whole family knew me. Only oh, me. Right. That's what I was saying. I don't care. The whole, the, the whole. No, family. but I said the family only knew me. Like you could be, you could be doing only stuff with the person that they never ever did with nobody else. It don't matter. And they still be out there. Okay, so doing this, 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 this what I was saying. She ain't so dead. It ain't quit. <laughs> The person never denied you as your as their girlfriend because they don't want to fuck up what they have. So if you in front of people and they be like, "Oh, your girlfriend cute, your girlfriend this," and he be like, "No, I don't be." You no, what I'm saying is, I don't be there. I'm not around. Yeah. Mm. Like I, I never was around when somebody confronted them. It'll be like somebody <laughs> bringing something still, back to me, but it's still or the same. him it's bringing still something same. back to me. Like, yeah, you got people walking up to me like, your girl, X, Y, and Z, did this, that, and third, and got me looking crazy, but I thought we wasn't committed. It's still the same because it's like... Or, if you mad when you're doing something. ...to you, it's going to be like, you know, so-and-so going around saying that that's not even, you all not even together. You're going to go to him and be like, so Johnny just came to me and said we're not in a relationship, so now what? No, I wouldn't, because I would have said we wasn't. I never, ever told anybody mm -hmm. that was my boyfriend, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we talk. Yeah, don't be. You don't ever say it. You don't be like. I, first of all, you don't need I to was be a like a whole different type of breed back then. Like the way I do with my husband now, I would have never dealt with him back then because back then I was. I, no, it was like whatever. It's cool. That's not my dude. We talk. I mean, later on, as I fell for him, I, I blamed him for making me soft like that because before that, it was like no, it's cool. Oh, we talk to somebody else. That's fine because we just talk. We're not together. But as it grew deeper, it turned into something else. It tapped into another part of my soul and my heart. 
It no, found, my love soul. inside of me. It opened up my heart. It found the love inside of me. So now that's how I got so soft for my husband. Before that, before that, because he even used to be like, damn, you don't even act like you like me. I used to go home and be hyped as shit. Like, yo, I got his number. He talked to me. Like, what is my nigga? Like, I like him forever. Like, but then when I see him, I'd be like, what's up? You cool? Like, <laughs> hey. Like, I was like, I was big. Like, it was just cool. And like, I that should be so hard trying to Yeah, cool. and I think one of my best friends had told him at the time, like, yo, she really like you. And he was like, I can't fucking tell because she damn sure don't act like it. Like, you know, I'm not going to be with your dick. I'm not going to be pressed. I'm not going to be mad because other girls like you and talk to you because you're not my nigga. I just started talking to you three days ago. So the girls you were talking to seven weeks ago I had nothing to do with that. I don't care. We talking about the phone seven deep. Oh, he was walking with that girl down the hallway. Great, Mike. That's fine. We only be on the phone for two days. This one we had house phones. He only called me today. <laughs> like, not my nigga. With the long cord, the long cord, you got to pull all the way upstairs. <laughs> yeah, like it took time for us to get there. Like spending time every single day together in the morning, afterwards, on the weekends, like all that built up. But like in the beginning, yeah, no. And that was another thing. We spent like every second together. So I don't even know how they found the time. To do anything else. Be a fun niggas, niggas is magical. <laughs> they is magical. I'm not gonna say niggas. People. Because you're one of the magical people too. Yes. Y'all is magical. It's it's the girls out here too. So each yeah, how come did you ever get upset with, <laughs> with did you ever get upset with the other person? Like huh? when you was dealing with them, when you was dealing with them and you let them know you wasn't committed, did you get upset when they were like just dealing with somebody else? Mm-mm. They ain't had nothing to do with me. Like she don't, don't give a shit. I'm trying to tell you, she don't give a shit. Because to me, I always play my role. Like not in, not like like that. But I always play my role. Like if, like even when me and my husband got together, we wasn't in a relationship. He was talking to somebody else. I'm listen. I only come home on the weekends. You my weekend nigga, and you could do whatever you was going to do throughout the week. Wednesday I and Wednesday and Friday. Yeah, I could. I don't really now when I started liking him a lot, when I started liking my husband a lot, I did start drawing. They go back to what Janae said. Like when I started liking him a whole lot, like he really did change me. Like he softened my heart. Yeah, that should be like, what are we going on? I feel like nobody believed me when I told them I had a boyfriend. Like I I'm always soft, so I don't know that. But before (laughs) then, before then, I always played my role. If this is what it is, if this will be agreed to, this is what I'm going to play because I don't want you fucking up what I got going on. I don't need you. I'm, a, I'm all the way away in college. If I got a nigga that's buying me pizza every week, I don't need you fucking that up. Mind your business. Period. Buy that pizza. I don't, I don't get it. Like, don't, the, the pizza guy, he's my pizza guy. Everybody has yeah. Praise God. How do, not, how do you not fall in love, though? Because I'm not that type of person. Like, I'm just not that type of person. Like that's You, just was, not you were not that type of person because you fell in love with your baby. No, 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 Hey, hey, I, you just like me. I like you. So it, it was it was easy for me to do that with him, but for other people, like even with my last relationship before him, like I loved him, but I did him dirty. I 
that it is what it is. Like I didn't, I didn't care that much. Like I love him, but I didn't care that much. I didn't care that much to really be committed and like, oh, it's us against the world. It's just not. It's not us against the world. It's you against <laughs> everybody else that I'm talking to because it's, it's, like, it's, not it's you all against us against everybody else I'm talking to. somebody's in love with you or how do you know when you're in love Fuck them. you just know, <laughs> you uh, just know. Um, I, y'all are not with these driest answers tonight okay no for me like, <laughs> like when i knew i was in love with my husband i knew oh god i knew i was in love with my husband because i was willing to change the things about me that i wasn't willing to change before so <laughs> I was willing to work on like my anger. I was willing to work on caring for other people. I was willing to work on learning how to respect him. I was willing to change those things. Whereas though with other people, I just wasn't like, bitch, you're going to get what I give you. Whatever personality is jumping out today, that's what you're going to get. I'm not biting my tongue. I'm not holding nothing back. I'm not, bitch, fuck you. Fuck your mom. Fuck them all. <laughs> That's how okay. I, I didn't give a fuck about people. Like, I didn't. And I knew I loved my husband when I cared. I said, bitch, you care? I can't. Bitch, I felt like the Grinch. My heart grew three sizes bigger. <laughs> I agree. I think when you sacrifice kind of like something like you said yeah. I feel like when you sacrifice for the importance of others then you I feel like you start to feel like you you know, like, all right, I'm not going to do this or I'm going to do less of something that's more important to me for the betterment and the more importance of you. Yeah. Like, some type of sacrifice, I feel like. That's when you know. One of our viewers said, it's like you don't think about no one else and you're more willing to adjust yourself to make it work with that person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with that. Cause, like, huh. Doing love and gestures, like whatever. Oh, oh my god, I used to be selfish. Oh, I am the yes, you were. And what is it? All right, so it's about I have hope. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so look, before we wrap up, we're gonna um send a silent prayer to all of the people that have come through each. Um, you know, <laughs> we're gonna send them blessings and send love and light their way because I'm sure they need it. These actions probably still affect them in today's relationship. Because I know those people still affect me in my relationship today. They're going to watch this and be like, that bitch did love me. She lied. (laughs) And we're going to be like, no, baby, she didn't. She didn't. So I'm going to send you love and light because you still have not accepted that she didn't love me. I love you so much. 
all right y'all well we're about to close out one of y'all want to take us out being boom bada bang bang you guys no guns brianna this not that was that was just me that was the sound effect that was, that was the sound effect. <laughs> I, hosted it. I, I hosted it you're such right. a gangster <laughs> well you guys have just been a part of our last episode of season one. We got 10 of them joined. So, folks, we are on YouTube. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, Twitter. I said YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Facebook. Hello. We we all we in all the places. <laughs> we on all of them, okay? So, if you don't have one, you can see us on the other. That's right. If you were not here today, we got you because this is going to be posted at the end of the week, okay? And, you and y'all got to spread the word. Our followers, our viewers, y'all got to spread the word. Tell people about us so they can come in and tune in. And let us know if y'all want us to talk about something specific, you know? We on Instagram. I'll talk back. We talk back, you know? We, in the we ain't too good. We ain't too good. Fight. I don't bite no more. We, we've already come to that conclusion. You may be the one scaring off the viewers. Yeah, I'm very nice to our viewers. I love you guys. I think you guys are awesome. You guys have carried us this far. We, now, we are- now, just put your teacher voice on. You guys- Hello, Santa all yeah. I'm trying to give our viewers the love that they deserve. <laughs> Back to you guys. So, you guys have carried us this far. You have been very supportive. We love that you engage with us. And we're here for y'all, okay? We come are. On. We here with y'all, especially the queens. We here for the queens. Ooh, ooh, I got my love for you. And shout out to the kings that you're here. N S Queen. I'm a rapper. Never rapper. Good night. In my daytime. I'm hiring. All right, guys. Tuning in to another episode. We love you guys. You guys rock. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.
Like, we got to go to sleep. <laughs> Wake up and start all over again because you and the kids are in school. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have y'all been learning and everything? We got an episode on that. So we got y'all covered. Yeah, you know? go, hit that, go, go, go check those out. Virtual learning for y'all. We got you. So hopefully y'all hanging in there. What is it? Like the second week of learning? Yeah. So we are doing our third week. Third week? Is it? Third week of learning. Third week. I had to look at the calendar. <laughs> three weeks? Yeah, three Wednesdays in. Y'all started. Go ahead, Mom. And families and dads, caretakers, everybody. Shout out to y'all. So we just want to jump right in. Season two. We start in love. Love. You know, we always got to talk about the love. So. Our topic tonight is drum roll. Damn, hey, <laughs> tonight is how to teach children about how to love. So, just basically, how do we teach these little babies how to love? And it's not necessarily relationship stuff, but just loving. Like, how do we teach them that? Each, what you think? Ooh, so. As you guys know, I am a mom of four girls. How many? Thanks. I got four girls bringing up. And to me, it's very important to break that generational curse of like the mom daughter struggle relationship. So it's really important for me to teach the girls how to love because receive love, you got to know how to give it as well. So I think that like, Showing them you got to start young, and I think that you can do that by like setting examples of love and showing examples of, um, you know, what love looks like. Like, if you're in a relationship, you want to, you know, express love to your partner, you want to express love to the children, and things like that, just so they can see examples of love every day. And, um, I think that you can teach them, like how to love if you love it like if like if you are a parent of multiple children that you love your children equally like you don't have no show favoritism towards the children and things like that i think that's another way to like teach them you know love um and you have to teach your children patience too because sometimes little kids are very impatient they want to, they want their things right here right now and you can take those moments to teach patient because that that will tie into knowing how to love someone as well so what's your thing i agree with you love the examples of teaching children how to love um i think that's more so important than anything because they learn children learn from what you see so you can be you can be unintentionally teaching them love how just by them seeing you, whatever, how you're doing, like how you say, how you interact with your, your spouse or anything yeah, like that. So you can do that. So you can teach them how they, how you, how they love, how to love unintentionally, subtly. Like they just see you every day. They see that you're interacting or you're not interacting, interacting with them specifically, mm-hmm. additional to your spouse or to your partner or whoever, however you treat them. If you're not hugging them. You're not, you know, giving them anything. That's just be your way of of loving. But just whatever you're doing to them is 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 starting to build their way of how to love, how to know, how to be in the world, how to love, love in the world. 
I think that's a, um, a good thing, like examples of how you are, as well as how you talk to them. Like, if you're not communicating with them, if you're not telling them about feelings, all children have feelings. All children can express them. I feel like sometimes families and parents put on to them, like, oh, they're children, so just listen to what I say, and that's it. No, yeah. they have to be able to express themselves and say, like, oh, no, this is wrong. Sometimes um, it's just too much. We have to be able to be like, uh, wait a minute, hold on, I was wrong, and come back and apologize after discipline, stuff like that. Like, yeah. talking to them about their situations, talking to them about how they feel about certain things. You did this. Did you like it when mommy did did you Did you not like it when mommy did this? Like, or do you want mommy to do more of this? Like, today, my son told me he, he uh, goes to school. He actually goes to physical school. So he told his teacher, he's like, sometimes we walk in the industry. And I was just like, huh? Like, do I just tell your teacher that? <laughs> and stuff like that. And I don't, kind of like, sometimes I could be just looking at my the time, whatever. It's not necessarily like I'm talking to somebody or whatever. Right. Um, but I could just be, just this is that, like at five years old already. So I had to check it like, okay, I'm going I'm to work on that. And, you know, that could be something that he wants. He wants his love language already is starting. It's starting to develop. He might want quality time. Like, legit mom, talk to me, listen to me. And I have to understand that. So I think that's the, a number one thing, too. Like, just understand it, that they have feelings, they have emotions as well. Yeah, I think a lot of parents um, are so used to the way that they were brought up, it, like that they were once children too. Like you was once a child, and I know, like I always try to keep that in mind. Like, damn, how would I feel? Or when my mom would say those things and whatever. Like I try to always remember, like these children are little people. Little people have feelings, and their feelings are valid. And you want to take the time to, children don't know how to express their feelings correctly. Yeah, they so might, it's our job. Yeah, so it's our job to teach them how to express their feelings. You know, sometimes parents can look at that as disrespect. But to me, I feel like that's the time that you take and you say you didn't like that. That right there, the way that you expressed it, that wasn't nice. This is the way that we can express it by saying X, Y, and Z. You take those times to, to nurture. Make it a teachable moment. Yeah. Teachable moment, yes. Um, I think another way that you can teach your children about love is to incorporate it in their playtime. Because if you if you ever sit back and watch a child play, they, they're literally doing the things that they see around your house. The way they play with their Barbie dolls, the way that they play with their babies, the way they cook in their little kitchen set. This is things that they see around the house. So, and them good positive examples of love, you can, and you'll see that incorporated in their play. And if, even if you watch your child and you don't see their, their playing, maybe they making their Barbie dolls fight or whatever. That's okay. We don't we don't play like that. Or let's teach our like nearly for it. Let's make up. Let's say sorry. Let's apologize. Let's take that time to learn. So it's plenty of like opportunity. Or even how they interact with other children their age. Like constantly like oh let's play house and stuff like that. That's you know not always wrong if you teach it correctly. If you acknowledge right. what they're doing and stuff like that. They don't 
don't all sometimes we also put on our negative thoughts to children and they don't have, have no like if i say they play a house and you get in your mind mom and dad's already going to say like oh no 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 you're not doing that because it's like you know you don't want them to think about sex but they probably wasn't even doing it they literally in there like doing what you they're do. just imitating with right and it's not only one aspect of playing house or whatever it could be anything right. even if the like i I disagree with the whole like boys can't play with certain stuff as well. Also, like you can how else you want to learn how to be a father, a husband, or whatever if they aren't playing with it and they're not starting young and you're not talking to them about these things. It's ways to talk to them and make it age appropriate for them. So yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, sometimes as adults, we put on our thoughts on our children and it's, they're not even thinking like that. You have to always think back to like when you played house, you sit thinking of like. Right. Like I was outside playing house. I was out there cutting off the greens, making dinner, making food right. and stuff like that. And I had a little time. I wasn't thinking about anything. Out. Like we have to put our mindset back into a kid when it comes to our children. Like you have to step out of adult mode sometimes and think like a kid. Um, because that's the and sometimes be their friend. Sometimes sometimes it's appropriate to be their friend sometimes. Not saying that you shouldn't speak about age appropriate stuff. Like you said, it's a time to teach. It's a time to just talk to them about it. Like just understand them. Like if they going to school all day, you can give them a moment of just like, I'm not your mom right now doing it. Just get a breather of just being their friend, talk to them. And you can learn mm -hmm. so much, like simply mm -hmm. just walking and talking or just talking to them for five minutes. Um, yes, and they learn through play and everything like that. So I agree. Yep. You want to, you want to, like I try to tell parents to don't wait until your child is 12. We're not saying that 12 is impossible to teach these things, but it is a little bit harder. Because they've been exposed to stuff. They've already yeah. experienced some things from other right. peers. So they're yeah. really not trying to it's listen to Yeah, it's going to be harder to break those habits. It's not impossible, but it is going to be harder. And I just, when you you starting off with your child young, you're able to mold them into the person that you want them to be or the person that you, you know, the future that you see for them. Now, we're not saying that kids are always going to get around their friends. You just have to believe in your parents and, like, they're going to fall into peer pressure and stuff like that. But if you teach your child young about loving their self and respecting their self and, and their friends and their, the people around them, some things are going to kick back in you know, their morals are going to start to kick back in then around that time. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. Like, the number one thing, you have to love yourself and care about yourself and who you are in order to be able to teach them about love or the aspects of love or actions of love and trying to do those things. Like, you know, you yeah. don't want to, like you said, don't want to put on all your negativity or all the stuff that you've been through. And, children. of course, if you are a parent and you are parenting you want the best for them you want them to be 10 times 100 times better than what you are and what you went through yeah. so it's important not to do, to put those things onto them and understand them too and they are little people so definitely do that um yeah. and back to what you were saying like uh if they get out if they are around other friends and stuff like that it's going to happen 
you know, you could teach children a hundred things and they do it all around you, but you know, when you, they get around their peers, they're going to do other stuff. So I think it goes back to just having the conversation and be willing to be a friend as well as a parent in some situations and talk to them and have that communication and open comfortable in order to talk to you about stuff so that you understand what they're doing right. with their friends would look like, you know, they start, like if it's a boy, you know, 12, 13, they start the sexual stuff perhaps, and it's happening earlier and earlier. I'm going to use that example because I have a son, but yeah, like if they're talking about that at school and you talk to them about, oh, don't have sex, don't do this and that, you know, use condoms, all that, and they get around their boys and boys telling them, oh, that's whack, don't do that, that's corny or whatever, and then next thing you know, little yeah. boy is doing something you like i done told you but if they come home and say like oh yeah well johnny said that's whack mom so right. why can i do this and then you have that conversation that talk to them about you gotta open up the door and i say like like we said it starts young the, the things that you do with your children when they're young opens up doors for you and them later on in life will coming back to you to talk to you about these things. And as a parent, we always gonna react as a parent. Like you're you're gonna react as a parent. You might not react the right way on, on that first go round, but and correct and teach. So yes. correct the situation and teach. This is that's not right. I know your friends are all jumping off the bridge but you're not going to jump off the bridge because, not because uh, i said so but because right because of the facts <laughs> the, the facts right so i think that like when you do those things like you teaching your child you teaching them trust like i can trust in the my parents word because they don't always overreact or if they do right. overreact always come back and sit and we can talk you're teaching them um because you don't want them to lie to you you don't want them to be yeah, like, communication oh, no. is the biggest thing yeah so like when they become they get in a relationship or even they're in whatever the world they would still be like they have to be able to talk they have to be able to express themselves mm -hmm. they have a boss they have a supervisor that's, you know, taking advantage of them or something like that. You want them to be able to express themselves and feel comfortable enough to be like, oh, I don't like this. I don't, that didn't make me feel comfortable, stuff like that. And they already had that foundation laid from parenting from when they were young. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, going back to the love thing, like, I remember um, my mom wasn't a, the best thing having whatever relationships and stuff like that, but I always remember our conversations that we had and I always remember I can talk to her about anything like when I right. was young um and you know you get to menstrual cycle and all those things happening so I you know you normal the normal girl would freak out was 11 like the normal person would be freaking out and stuff like that so you know but since my mom had already like giving me books literature I knew the facts I knew it wasn't just my mom saying oh so I had facts, I had books and stuff like that I can go to and read. So I knew exactly what to do. I just called her like, Mom, it happened. She's like, okay, go in my room, get this, this, and that. I knew what to do. Like, right. you know, we had that, 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 that conversation. Of, I didn't feel weird to come to her and talk to her about anything or stuff like that. Yeah, and I say, like, my biggest thing 
as a parent, like my favorite saying and the thing that I like literally, I literally do not want my children to have a childhood that they have to heal from. Like I don't, right. I don't want them to feel like like they they are twenty two, twenty three, and these baggages or these this hurt or this pain, and now they don't or have a secret that they never told you, and yeah. they, it's getting them alive, and now they adult, yeah. and now they somebody's wife or husband, and bring yeah. all that into, and we could have just been a simple conversation. And people don't realize, like I know for me, like the stuff that I went through with my mom made me look at all women different. Like it made me not like trust women period and you don't want to barriers for your child so Mm -hmm. it's very important to like i'm not saying let your kids run wild but you have no not at all we we don't play that (laughs) we don't play that at all but you have to yes this is not true but like, you have to do it with love. Like when my daughter gets in trouble, as hard and and it's crazy because I never understood as a child why my parent this is gonna hurt me more than this gonna hurt you. But as yes. a parent, I understand that now because it's really hard to have to discipline your child, to have to see your child cry after getting popped or after getting a beating because that's Girl, not. That's and I turn right away and I be like, yeah. stay strong, stay strong, stay strong, like. Stay strong. Like my but you, but you know, it's been like when you go back and correct the situation, you you had to get a beating because I asked you several times. See, you didn't do this. What can we do to make the situation make better next time? But this is a conversation. And that's that's subliminal. Like you're teaching love right there. You're teaching right okay, there. That's something. Yeah. There's a problem. I'm annoyed by the problem. You know, you have a conflict. You you react to the situation, but you come back and you problem solve. That's the stuff yeah. that you do in relationships, you know, partnerships, whatever. Business, you talking, you have a problem. All right, I'm mad, I'm upset, but this is okay. how we're going to fix it. I'm going to come back to you because I have a partnership with you. I have a, a relationship with you. I apologize. I, 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 a lot of parents don't believe in apologizing to their children. And that is the way that they're looking at it. Like, you're thinking, like, oh, I'm not apologizing to no child. You're a child. I said, yeah, like, it's a subordinate and, you yeah. know, authority. It's not, yeah. it's not all the ways about it. I'm not apologizing for beat. Like, I'm not apologizing because that's something that you earned. You earned that beating. That's and that's exactly what I say. I'm you like, you got to get it. But Yeah, however, I'm apologizing for the way it made you feel. Right. I am apologizing for what you felt like, whatever you're telling right. me you're hurt about. I'm apologizing for that. But I want right. you to also understand that your actions have consequences. And I would be wrong as a parent, not when you get out into the real world, they're not going to give you a pop. They're not going to give you a timeout. They're not going to, they're not going to do those things. They're going to destroy you. And I don't want that. So yeah, I'm your boss is going to fire you. Behave so that you can know how to act in the world as well. So those are conversations mm-hmm. that you want to have with a child because that's teaching them love. That's teaching them how to be an effective parent when they get older. That's teaching them how to be in a relationship.
relationships deal with consequences and all of those things. And mm-hmm. emotions and feelings. You're not you're not invalidating their feelings and their emotions. You're hearing right. them out. You're saying it's the same thing, receiving and giving. Like you hearing them out, you're saying, Okay, you felt that way, I felt this way. move on and feel this way so that we don't have to feel that way again. Like you right. just have to you have to be able to do that. And I feel like that's so important. It's not about you have to think of it like like you said, like they're in the real world. The cops are no, not everything that's going on now, but like hypothetically, they're not going to come to you and be like, hey, you know, sorry for this, or, you know, you did this wrong or whatever, because I just felt like doing it. Mm -mm. Don't give you any explanation and stuff like that. It's the same thing. So you don't want to feel like you're just an authority to your kids and that's it. And you just have to do it because I Mm -hmm. said so. Why? Right. How did you feel when your boss said, do do it just because I said so, anything to you? Or you work, you're you working at a job and you just have to do stuff and you don't, you're looking at, you knowing your heart is wrong or you knowing your head is wrong, but you just have to do it just because they said so. Right. No, you need some type of guidance, some type of, what is, what's the, what's the title, what's the, what's the job description and stuff like that. You get a the job description. Right. You don't just get a job title. You get a description of what you have to do. So it's the same thing as a parent. Like, you have to just think of it like that. Like, dang, did I just do it or do I care really about how they're feeling or how, you know, the situation was? Yes, you are mm-hmm. mad about the situation, like you said, but it's it's teachable moments. You have to take those teachable moments. And then you want to teach them, like, about love unconditionally. So mm-hmm. you want to teach them, like, you don't have to do anything to get my attention, to get my love, to get my anything. You don't have to do those things. You don't have to act out or buy me gifts or buy, like, my lunch for you is that's not how it works. So, I mean, you got to take, like, I, like to me, I think all moments is teaching yes. moments. Like, you take that moment, like, this is, you don't have to do those things. But then you want to teach them how to love. Oh, your sister's getting on your nerves, and you don't want to play, and you don't want to do this, and you don't want to do that. But is that the way to treat them? Is that the way to, you know, talk to them right. about that? Like you, like you and, love and let them, them know like, what you're doing. Like you can sometimes you don't want to be around yeah. your sibling. Sometimes you don't want to play with this person. Sometimes you don't want to call your boyfriend back. Sometimes you don't want to call your girlfriend back. Sometimes you don't want to send that text message. You can say those things, and you can express that a better way. Than you or whatever, I'm done and that's it. Like, no, you care about this yeah. thing, you you love this person. Teach them how to say that, like how to say I need a break right now or I need a couple of minutes to myself or it's not the time. Simply, yeah. Teach them. They can learn. They can absorb it. Yeah. And you and that and then that some moments we have in double teachable moments because in that moment you're also teaching them how to empathize. How do you think your sisters feel when you when you're screaming at them, when you're yelling at them, when you're being mean and saying that makes them feel? Mm-hmm. How do you feel if someone does that to you? But you're also teaching them how to how to empathize with other people and and how to pick up um, how to how to see it in other people. Not only look how does it make, how would it make you feel, but look look you see she's crying. Show them how to empathize and how to see the signs of other people hurt or how other people. So take the moments and teach because that's going to go a long way in their life. Yeah. Right? 
and they're going to remember those conversations in those moments too like yeah i remember mommy told me this or you know something traumatic happens or whatever i know to see what they get better and stuff like that they'll do better i just feel like you know that she's six years old so mm-hmm. she is very impressionable right now and the other day she came to me and she was like like, uh, I wish I was Zakayla. That's my niece. I'm like, why? Why do you want to be Zakayla? Mm-hmm. And I had to take that moment right there and teach. You want to be yourself. She wanted to be my niece because my niece is older. So she, I'm my age at one point. But right now, love who you are right now, your six-year-old self. Right. Love who you are and the things that you're able to do right now. Don't focus on what you can't do. Focus right. on what you can do. And be awesome at them things. Be a rock star at those things at six years old. And yeah. you got to take those moments. Like, she didn't mean no harm. She yeah, didn't, have- you know, but you can teach because that was a teachable moment of self-love. And that was the start of something like, oh, I see something. I want to be that person I didn't recognize I- me at first. So I- you had to take the I- moment and notice that, that as a parent. To fester because when those things fester that young for that long, you don't even know yourself no more. Now you're 13, 14, 15, 16, and you don't want all of this time wanting to be somebody else. And you don't even know who you are. What do mm-hmm. you like because you're so focused on trying to be something that you saw. So you got to correct those moments. Just yes, like and it takes a while for, like, for us, our generation, you know, like that stuff just started coming to me, you know, starting to, I've always, I never, like, thought, you know, oh, you, I'm ugly or whatever or stuff like that, but you have your normal stuff going on in school, you know, <laughs> looking funny, you have those, what, sixth grade, fifth grade, Girl, you got the, the teeth yeah. all out and everything, your face, you be looking crazy, okay, but, you know, you have those moments, but you don't know that, you don't know that you, like, oh, I look this way, you're not thinking about it, you're just, like, going through and then you got other people, your peers, that's telling you, like, oh, you this, you look like this, you look like that, or whatever. And it starts to break you down, but you haven't even mm-hmm. had the, oh, I'm better than that. I don't even care what you're Yeah, right. You never have no foundation to see Right. Those. So if you, if you as a fan, as, as a parent, are already instilling that, they just, that's just going to bounce off them, like, nah, like, I'm good. I look and good. Like, <laughs> right. Because, girl, it took me decades. I was doing this, but I didn't do this, but like 17 times because I was so.
believe that they're going to believe that they're bald headed. They're going to believe that they're ugly. They're going to believe that they're worthless. So it is your job to literally be their armor. Girl, you are beautiful. Your curls is popping. Your lips. Right. Thank you. It's your job to literally be their armor, put their, their armor of self-love and self-belief on your child because the world is rough. Yeah. Like and it's rough. also on the on the flip side of it to like input un, to like input um superficial stuff onto them. Like I remember I had to I've always spoke over my son like in whatever, you're awesome, you can do this, this and that since like the womb. So <laughs> But, like, my mom had to tell me one day, like, like you don't want to say they're awesome in this area and they and they discovered that they're not, you know, right. once they get out into the real world. And you have been just, like, saying all this stuff back to, like, knowing their strengths and weaknesses. If you know that no it's not, it's not right. quite there yet, you don't want to just keep on, like, putting, putting mm-hmm. unnecessary or un, un, untrue things onto that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thing, and then they can know about it, and then they go into a situation where they have to use that thing, and you've been the mom, yep. the dad, telling them all the time that it's awesome and it's not. That could be hurtful as well. So just be careful with which thing you're doing. But for emotional, definitely poor words, poor words of encouragement, words of positivity over your children because it does matter. It, it remember hearing "I love you" is goes a long way. Like. That's one of the things I definitely make sure I say every day, all day, sometimes too much, sometimes I'm drawn, but you never know, especially today, like this, this pandemic, everything that's going on, you lose people left and right. Just you want to make sure that they feel loved. All uh, and you want to, um, you as a parent, not make the excuse like, oh, my mom never hugged me, or my mom never said she loved me, or my mom never showed me love, my mom never did this, or my dad never did this, my dad wasn't. You can't make those excuses. You can't, because... The point is to be better than that. The the point is to feel, how did you feel when your dad didn't do that? So you will make your child feel like that as well, because you never was hugged, or y'all didn't display affection? Affection is very important. I think people right. really downplay showing affection, a hug, a kiss on the cheek, right. a, a, a hot five, anything. A hot five, a, a smile, anything, smile. like a smile. So a lonely child, it, yep. it really does. Like, yep. you don't want to people, period. That's just humanity, too. Like, you 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 saying hello to somebody, you you smiling or whatever, you walking down the street, you, you acknowledging people's they're they're they have feelings people have feelings so you just have to remember that and be conscious of what you're doing what you're putting out into the world and do the same thing with your children like yeah i think going back to what you said about um not over exaggerating like your child yeah i think that um you know like you said that is very important and it does go back to knowing their strengths and their weaknesses it's very important to pay attention Says you want to always encourage your child to at least try. You know what I mean? Like yeah, challenge them. Problem. Healthy. Yeah, healthy. Like not do it. You can do it. Come. No, but you definitely want to. Oh well, 
Well, let's work together. I'll be right here, here to touch you. That builds their yes. confidence because now when they that whole the top, moment, that whole sentence right moment. there, that phrase is just amazing. Like you just let them know you you supporting them, you there for yes. them, you're not gonna leave them, and that they can do it. You know, you you at least try and and look look what you did because like that's just like like for example what and, you, and then praise after that yeah, and praise like, if they did finish. try. Because now they're going to do it again. Because that's just like with my niece. She was struggling. Mm-hmm. And she literally broke out into tears. And I'm just like, first, number one, let's validate those feelings. Let's talk about it. What's wrong? Why are you crying? What you right. crying for? Let's, let's see, like, let's identify the problem. What are, what are you upset about? And now validate the feeling. You are entitled to feel that way. That is very hard. And it can be very frustrating. But we're Girl, my emotional stuff be crying too. I'll be like, Girl, I saw so how I said, I was trying to figure out how, but I kept going. So, what are we we're going to keep going? We're going to, and that's a moment through. too. You can tell them, like, we're not perfect. You're not perfect. I mean, that's what I told her. I said, Listen, biology, biology made us parents. That doesn't mean we, we know everything. Thing is not, no, it's, it's not run down anywhere. You mm-hmm. learn as you go. So it's okay to let them know you you not there yet. Like I'm learning it, too. Listen, I don't know this math either, but we're gonna learn it together. Child is trying to trying to make you proud. So they're thinking like, damn, I don't. Yeah, do it. So that's a big one. You're not gonna be proud of me, no, girl. We make mistakes too, and that right there tears down that wall of trying to make afraid that you're not gonna be proud of them. Let's tear that down. Because that's not the case. We're all, we all make mistakes, but we're gonna work through it. So now let's mm-hmm. work through it. Let's let's take our time. Let's go back. What are you having problems with? Let's work through it. And we got it. Her face lit up like a light bulb. She was so happy. And I took the time to praise her through that because it's something that might be small to somebody else because they can do it like this, but to her, right. it's a very big moment. Right. Through that, you praise her through that because now she's going to feel encouraged and feel confident to do the next problem or to tap yep. the next and, and and she learned how to be a kind of a leader so that if if yep. a younger children she sees that she's like oh yeah I remember when my aunt told me this yep. let me go ahead and do this for her yep. so that already yep. teaches them how to be in the world and how yep. to be a person and give people empathy and love and yep. stuff like that and it teaches them something. That is very important to teach a child. That's how you teach a child love as well, teach, like teaching them selflessness because mm-hmm. you want them to be able to, like, oh, I ain't helping you because I, uh, I don't feel right, like I already knew this. Yeah, but now you're you going to remember that time, like, oh, my aunt took the time to stop whatever she was doing and she helped me. I'm going to do that for the next person. Or I see a homeless person outside. Like, I teach my daughter all the time. I give her money, she earns her allowance. I teach her to give back. She has a um, she has a pantry outside that she puts food in. She puts like different toiletries and things like that because I want her to be selfless. I want her to understand giving back and to know that people are less If she sees somebody out on the street, now she instantly reaches in her fanny pack and gives. 
I don't even have to coach her to do that for her. But you want to teach them that very, very young. Oh, you only got a quarter? The man, you you have food tonight, but he's outside and he's hungry. And he'd like to give him something. Would you like to help him? You don't force them. Like, you give them the option. But yeah, you that's want another to thing. I had that. Yeah, you don't force them. But you like... give them the option. Yeah. You want to teach them that though, and even if and you you let them know that that's okay because sometimes you yep. just don't have it. Like this might be your last quarter, and you probably right plan for that quarter, and it's very understandable. You don't want to give them. And they might not understand that at the moment. Yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna we gonna come yeah. back to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My did the same thing, okay. and I I I didn't know like like I said, some stuff is like subtle. You don't even know that you are teaching stuff. Like I, mm-hmm. I give to home like if I see I did I don't give money it's like really a situation that they eat out the trash or right. laying in the snow in the rain. Right. I'm like, all right, they, they can't be camping. Like it's like all right. So those people I do give to. Like when we I used to mm-hmm. catch a train and stuff coming home from um work and stuff, I would even go in his lunchbox and give the leftovers sometimes. He'd be looking at me like, Mom I'm like, Look, you didn't eat this this person don't have any food and like just t- telling him that and I'll give it to him. And I remember one day he was doing it out of the blue. I didn't say nothing to him. I just, he like, mom, see, that's why I love you. Cause you give it to people that don't have anything. And, and that's so nice. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> but like, he didn't, he just know, he just noticed that. And like uh-huh. for him to see, or I didn't do it for, anybody to notice that I'm doing that or I need a phrase or anything like that. That's just the things that you can show subconsciously. So just be mindful of what you're doing and how you are observing. Children are observing you. Right. So how do you feel about like dating your children? I know it sounds Um, like so weird and scary. Yeah, I, I, seriously. I think that people literally used to, like I said, not showing affection or like putting their adult views on children that they just think that that's weird. Like, I honestly think that that, like I said, I have four girls. So I think that it's very important for my husband to show them how they're supposed to be treated. Even if we all go out as a family, it's very important for my husband to show our children oh, let me get the door, let me help with this, let me do, like, it's very important because they are females. I'm afraid. I don't want them to think that being with some riff raff, some riff raff, grandma. I mean, I was like, I don't want my kids to think that that's okay, but I want them to usually, like, people say that to use it like yeah. their father. Mm-hmm. So it was very important for me to make sure that I picked a perfect for my children. Now he might not be perfect, but he's perfect in my eyes. The perfect for that for that role. Yeah, it was very important for me to be consciously aware of the type of man that I was going to have a child with because I need my children to have perfect role models of what a man is supposed to be when they do become of age. And for my husband to take my children on dates, show them how they're supposed to be treated pull their chair out, open the door for them, get the what about, like Valentine's Day and stuff like that? Or are you guys into like giving your children a gift, a small keepsake, something? Some gifts, he gives them, um, he usually always gives them like a teddy bear and chocolate. Like just something small, might not be big. It's a teddy bear could be as big as this LOL doll, but it's just something to show like it's Valentine's 
Jose, this is how you're supposed to be treated, this is that. And it's very important like do you do you only let him him take that over or are you are you into that too? No, we we both do it, but I think that like I so like let my husband do the talking during that time, like if it makes sense like the lessons behind mm-hmm. it because I want them to, like you said, have the facts. Like this is not oh, this is not just what mommy is saying, this is not how mommy Daddy and it's two different mindsets. And it's two so different mindsets. From them. And that's, you so know. They, they see that, like, oh, daddy is a guy, and this is how daddy treats mommy, and this is how mm-hmm. daddy treats us. So, this is how men are supposed So, yeah, I do buy them gifts as well. Or sometimes he might forget, and I'll, I'll pick it up. Hey, babe, Valentine's Day here. This is for the girls. You know what I mean? Because it is, like you said, two different mindsets. So, Sometimes overloaded or overworked with maybe paying the bills or figuring out what's going on for this life, he might fit. So I think, like, as a parent, I, it's both for our job to teach that lesson. Yeah, but like, where, where else are they going to, where else are they going to yeah, yeah. happen? But that foundation is so important, like, you know, just to give and a little intro, a little intro to it. To, you don't want them to get so wrapped up in a fairy tale. Like, they watch Disney Channel. They get a frog will come and yeah, you don't want them to be so wrapped up on TikTok and how TikTok is how TikTok boys are or how I like, you know what I mean? You want them to have real life experiences. The only way you really can learn something is from experiencing it. Right. So And children learn I from that, like, showing. Pre- like I'm just I'm important. you know, single mother and I have a son, so I that's that's big for me. I'm like Kids gonna be. Yeah. They gonna have to step up because he's spoiled. Okay, listen. Valentine's Day, yeah. I do something. I give him something if it's even if it's a handmade, whatever. I remember I was at work. And but you also teaching him that he thinks as too. well, yeah. and that he's important he's too. My mom for me, so I have to do this for you. Or I have to do this for my kids. Or you know what I mean? Right, and that he's important too. You know, and it's not always. It doesn't always have to be the man to do. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel this way. This is my thing to do, and I'm going to do it for you. This is how I'm showing you I love you, and that you're important to me this day or whatever. You don't have to celebrate mm-hmm. holidays. We're not saying that you have to do these things. That you have important to definitely show some type of feeling and emotion towards your children that sh- that that emulates love, that shows them you know that you are appreciated and stuff like that. But yeah, like we go out, you know. Uh, manicures, he gets a boy a cure <laughs> and boy get his little toes cleaned and stuff like that. I don't call them done or painted and none of that. Get some clean and he feel like a little king. I was like, I don't even get this treatment. They be bringing pillows to his back up all nice and neat. Give him the Wi Fi code. I asked for the Wi Fi code 12 times. He asked for the Wi Fi code. I'm crazy. Tablet got juice and snacks and candy. I'm like, what? Who do you think you are? But you know, he feels special in those moments, and that makes me happy that he's happy. So I like that dating your children. I think that's a a little thing to do. Yeah, those moments because, like I said, they put adult view mm-hmm. on a date, and sometimes it's just not that. Yeah. Like it's most um, it's majority. just bonding, but it's just called something else, and it's specific to just having. Yeah. A- 
a moment with them to show how you feel about them and how they're feeling and just have, like I said, be a friend in the moment sometimes. Sometimes yeah. just talk to them. Hey, how you doing? How's today? We're going out to eat today because I want to spend some time with you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes multiple kids, you know, they like to have, yeah, how do you guys deal with that? Like how do you have like specific days or specific times that you might take one out? So the, the thing is being a parent of, it is very difficult to like schedule time for just one child mm-hmm. in this stage right now. Yeah. I'm going to say in this stage right now because I have two, oh, I have two um, infants. Well, they're toddlers now. So I have two toddlers. They're one. So they are very, very busy. So sometimes we'd be drained by mm-hmm. the day. We'd be drained when we wake up. Sometimes. And it's two of them. So it'd be hard now to like schedule that one-on-one time because it's just a lot going on. But my daughter do like express like, hey, I, I feel like y'all not showing me no attention. Yeah, when she expresses that, then it'd be like a reminder, like, oh shit, we didn't go out with her. We didn't, we didn't. Or even the book. It don't even have to be like a whole big yeah. thing. It could just be like. And I was about to say, and it's sometimes it don't. We had to learn mm-hmm. as parents because we were so used to it just being her. her because our child, our older child, stays with her mom most of the time. So we were so used to it just being Haley. We was able to give Haley all of our attention give Kara all of our attention when she needed it as well. It was just so easier because they were bigger and it was easy to be like, all right, you want to take Kara this week. I'm going to take Kaylee out this week and then we're going to switch kids. You take Kaylee, I take Kara. But now with the twins, it's just be like, so now we had to figure out how to, we were so used to going out and doing things outside of the house. Yeah. So we had to figure out, all right, what can we do inside of the house with the kids for have, to have one-on-one time or just to have family time because sometimes she just want even think of it and as an adult like you you want attention you know yeah. when you want attention sometimes you know when you right. want bae to be like all up on you and everything so it only literally it took a bedtime story it took tucking her in at night it's a game night movie night those things we started incorporating into our daily lives yeah, now mm-hmm. it's easy because we incorporated it. Sundays is family days. We either going to have a movie night or we're going to have a game night. And so we started incorporating it into our everyday lives versus having a plan that like, all right, we're going to take the kids out and we're going to do this, 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 that. And that was the hard part. Yeah, so you're stuck in yourself trying to figure out what, what can we do? What can, what trip can we go on? Yeah. All it don't even be that. Like, they don't even be yeah, that. Be that us hard putting part. that onto them. They don't even be wanting that. They just be yeah, like. Yeah, that's what I on just reading and stuff like that making sure we read books so 
uh, who was it? I think Monday night or whatever. I didn't, I don't think I read a book Sunday night because it was like running late and I was just scrambling just trying to get him to bed or whatever. And he like, mom, I read a book. Like, I am mad. I am, he was like, I am mad at you. I said, oh, we're going to read through tomorrow, son. <laughs> and that's what I did. I had to follow up, and I was like, being like already, like you can't. It like you're not slacking. You you messing up the routine, and that's my time. And I like it. Okay, so I like that they are able to express that. Like I said, it goes back to them having comfortability with parents, being able to express themselves, and let you know what they need. Because they're. Uh, and I think like two. Um, Two more things that I'm thinking about, like as a parent that I like, I'm really big on too. I don't like when people break promises to my children. Like, I, I break promises because I don't, I know what that created for me. So I'm very big on like, I don't, I don't like. Just don't say it. Just like, don't even say it. Don't. Yeah, sometimes. But you have right. to know how to approach that situation. Go back, talk, explain. Don't just let, oh, we, let's just say that we was going to Chuck E. Cheese. And or just because they're a child, you know, you just know, oh, they already could be all right. And yeah. then they won't, they were, but listen, XYZ came up. We're going to try to reschedule. Um, I'm sorry, but this, this, is, this happened and it was unavoidable. But we want to try to go again sometime next week. Let them know. Let them know what's going on because in their Mind in the ball, they ready to go be with their friends or whatever. Like they're hype about that, mm-hmm. and they get their little feelings crushed. I don't believe in that. We ain't crushing no feelings. No, nope. and that, and, that, and not, I, it, it, it hurts, people. and it starts to trust. Don't let Auntie mm-hmm. such and such call me no more because she always saying she wants to come get me and not do it. Like that's yeah. a big thing for me too. Am I big on? I thought you said we was that that. That, that, that. That's why I don't let I like. Girl, if, yes. You break a promise to they my remember. child. They remember. They remember. And if you, I'm big on that. Like if you break a promise to my child more than twice, you got you, you, you third time you out. Yeah, I can't see you come in. Yeah, I start to filter out those plans. I'll if you come through, if you show up on the doorstep, oh yeah, I forgot you supposed to be going with grandma today. That is an example. Grandma don't never break your promises. Don't get me wrong. Grandma don't break that's your right. promises. But I'm just saying. That's an example. Like, if if she was to break promises, I, I wouldn't want to come to get you this week until she showed up because I don't want to break yep. her heart. Yeah, that's what I had to start doing, and that's why I had to start telling DAD. I'm like, look, don't even say nothing. Don't say nothing about anything, yeah. especially when he talks to me on the phone and starts telling him, you're doing this, this, and that, because as he getting older, he knows everything. Well, he knew stuff before he He's just yeah. been like that, but especially now he's five. He's like, yo, like, what happened? You said Saturday, like, you yeah, don't do that. Don't do that because that's that's breaking down his trust. Mm-hmm. He's not going to understand you or nothing like that anymore. Not going to listen to nothing you're saying. And then it's going to be, I have to be the the, the cleanup moment. I figure it out and say this and that. Like, no, you're going to start dealing with it. When you promise and break a promise, you're going to have to start telling my child why you didn't show up. Like you said, like, give them a call back and understand. Treat them like little humans. They just like humans, so little people. They are have, they have feelings and they understand stuff, too. They understand most things that we think that they don't understand. And they they be right there with us. Like, 
ahí la hiterita. I think just, um, I want to wrap it up with this one, but I think that um, the way to teach, another way to teach a child how to love is to teach them to love their environment as well. So like not littering and, or cleaning up. Like I'm a little daughter, when she goes to refill her pantry, I'll let her go out there with gloves on and the trash bag and we clean up in front of the door and things like that. And I just try to teach her like, we don't litter when we do things like this to the earth. These are the reactions. Blah, blah. We're teaching them how to love their environment. They, you know, that's, that's, that's another that's, form of love. It's another uh, way. And thank you. Yeah. So yeah, when, she, when she used to garden, there's another way. The earth in is going to produce something that you then took the time to nurture and care for and mm-hmm. water it. You, you did all of these things and cared for it, and now look what it produced for you. Like, yeah, I used to do, I I do that too, like going outside. Same thing that we was like to just like, hey, thank you, son, thank you, trees, thank you, mm-hmm. earth, whatever, you know, just because things people do stuff for you, even people. Like, say, start saying thank you to your, your grocery store, your people that, you know, will check you out, and, you know, your clothing department. Start mm-hmm. taking care of your clothes, taking care of your stuff. Like, all that stuff matters, you know. It's showing them how to care about stuff and how to love things. So, um, how did receiving love or not receiving love affect the way that you parent today? Um, like, I don't try to carry on, uh, like, my childhood onto stuff or lack of something that I received or anything like that. Um, both my parents loved me. I feel like they could, even though, you know, they weren't together and stuff like that, but I still loved on both sides, so I, I, that wasn't an issue for me, um, but I'm definitely overly exaggerated with stuff, like, want to be, you want them to be better than what you were, but I don't intentionally put that in my mind, like, oh, I remember September 17th, such and such, my mom didn't do this, or my dad didn't do this, so I want, I'm, I'm doing this because of that, like, I don't think of about it like I'm overly loving person so I'm, I'm just like that right. period so um I just make sure I just I treat them him like a person and understand that he has feelings too so right. of that I'm always mindful of that how about you um I think like for me like you said I don't intentionally like be like, oh, my parents didn't do this, so I'm going to make sure I do that. Like, I don't do that intentionally, but I, I do remember, like, things, how I felt when I didn't receive, like, maybe, like, love or attention or things like that. And I try my best not to repeat those yeah. mistakes of parent intention. Like, I try to, in, like, parent intentionally. Like, I try to, you know, learn from their mistakes, I guess and like try to not make those same mistakes with my child like i don't like make it like oh my parents didn't do this this and this i gotta do this like no right do try to but you are mindful like it's in your head like oh yeah remember i didn't like that right i try to be mindful and like i'm just the type of person where so i just learn from it so i guess like why that kind of happens but like i i just I learn from other people's mistakes and I try not to repeat those things or I try to, um, you know, avoid it if I couldn't. So I, I even picking my husband, like I just 
knew that I'm, that was going to be there for my children because I knew the mistake that my mom made, um, and I didn't want to make that mistake. And um, I wanted to pick, you know, I wanted to pick a person that was going to be supportive. I was. So, you know, I don't intentionally do those things, but, you know, it do be in the back of my mind, and I do try to be mindful of how I parent based on the things that I did go through or experience with my own parents. Yeah, so the feedback we gave was to definitely be open with communication with your children, to show them I love and um, have them ask you questions about any that communication for themselves and teach you teach them how they feel about things and, and let them be able to say the yes and no to stuff have choices um and give them examples of, of like we said dating your children is not necessarily a bad thing it's just spending time with them having that bonding moment doing something special starting to show your love language to your children or starting to build their love language as well um what else is um we said the set examples of love um we also said to um love your children unconditional unconditionally um we said to correct and teach so um like everything we also teachable said, moments <laughs> yeah have teachable moments and we said to um Teach and incorporate love in their playtime. Oh, we yes. also say apologize as well. Yes. So apologize when you, you know, you feel like you did something wrong or if your children, you know, express some things to you that probably hurt their feelings or things like that. Don't be afraid to have a conversation or revisit conversation after the solution. Just don't react all the time and just leave it at that. Like, come back, revisit what was said, mm-hmm. what was the problem, and make a solution together. And, um, they do something that you was talking to them about and they didn't listen. It's flexed to them that made you feel a certain way and that's why you reacted the way you did. But we're going to work on it to get better. Um, be able Just pay attention to how they play. Like you said, you know, they learn the most through play and learning and experiences and showing them. So pay attention to how they play and revisit stuff sometimes and just check yourself in the mirror as a parent and like can do this a different way you know however you want them to be and always remember that you guys are awesome as parents you know doing the best you can do and always yeah. just do your best and make your children happy people that's the and parent is no perfect parent parenting does not, not come with a handbook we're all just out here doing the best that we can so we want to remember it yes and for dads especially dads too don't let this Society, guys, was weird, and you know, let's normalize par- uh, parents and family. I mean, dads loving their children, loving on their children, letting their you know son sit on their lap and stuff like that, or you know, talking to them a kiss. That's not weird. That's love. <laughs> if that's uh, what you want to do, it might not be your style and what you want, but don't project that into the world as if somebody doing it is wrong. You know. We'll have them have different love languages. Start to teach them what a love language could be. So, yeah. we want to wrap it up. And that is our episode for season two. Yay! 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 Y
So um, remember to follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, did I miss one? YouTube, all of the Queens Podcast, um, and also Twitter, QWQ Podcast. And we will see you guys next Wednesday at 8. See ya. Good night.
because receive love, you gotta know how to give it as well. So I think that like showing them, you gotta start young, and I think that you can do that by like setting examples of love and showing examples of um, you know what love looks like. Like if you're in a relationship, you wanna you know express love to your partner, you want to express love to the children, and things like that, just so they can see examples of love every day, and um, I think that you can teach them, like, how to love if you love them, like, if, like, if you are a parent of multiple children, that you love your children equally, like, you don't have no favoritism towards the children and things like that, I think that's another way to, like, teach them, you know, love. Um, and you have to teach your children patience too, because sometimes little kids are very impatient. They want it, they want their things right here, right now. And you can take those moments to teach patience because that that will tie into knowing how to love someone as well. So, what you think? I agree with you. Love the examples of teaching children how to love. Um, I think that's more so important than anything because they learn children learn from what you see so you can be you can be unintentionally teaching them love how just by them seeing you whatever how you're doing like how you say how you interact with your your spouse or anything like that so you can do that so you can teach them how they how you how they love how to love unintentionally subtly like they just see you every day they see that you're interacting or you're not interacting interacting with them specifically mm-hmm. additional to your spouse or to your partner or whoever, however you treat them. If you're not hugging them, you're not, you know, giving them anything, that's just be your way of, of loving. But just whatever you're doing to them is, is, is starting to build their way of how to love, how to know how to be in the world, how to love in the world. I think that's a, um, a good thing, like examples of how you are, as well as how you talk to them. Like, if you're not communicating with them, you're not telling them about feelings. All children have feelings. All children can express them. I feel like sometimes families and parents put on to them like, oh, they're children, so just listen to what I say and that's it. No, they have to be able to express themselves and say like, oh, no, this is wrong. Sometimes sometimes it's just too much. We have to be able to be like, "Uh, wait a minute, hold on, I was wrong and come back and apologize after discipline, stuff like that, like yeah. talking to them about their the situations, talking to them about how they feel about certain things. You did this. Did you like it when mommy did this? Did you, did you not like it when mommy did this? Like, or do you want mommy to do more of this? Like today, my son told me he, he uh, goes to school. He actually goes to physical school. So he told his teacher, he's like, sometimes we walk in the industry. And I was just like, huh? Like, do I just tell your teacher that? <laughs> and stuff like that and I don't constantly like sometimes I could be just looking at my the time whatever it's not necessarily like I'm talking to somebody or whatever right. um but I could just be just this is that like at five years old already so I had to check it like okay I'm a, I'm gonna work on that and you know that could be something that he wants he want his love language already is starting it's starting to develop he might want quality time like legit mom talk to me listen to me and I have to understand that so I think that's the, a number one thing too like just understand it, that they have feelings, they have emotions as well. Yeah, I think a lot of parents um, 
are so used to the way that they were brought up, it, like that they were once children too. Like you was once a child, and I know like I always try to keep that in mind, like damn, how would I feel? Or when my mom would say those things and whatever, like I try to always remember like these children are little people. Little people have feelings and their feelings are violent. And you want to take the time to, children don't know how to express their feelings correctly. Yes, they so might, yeah, so it's our job to teach them how to express their feelings you know sometimes parents can look at that as disrespect but to me I feel like that's the time that you take and you say you didn't like that that right there the way that you expressed it that wasn't nice this is the way that we can express it by saying x y and z you take those times to to nurture make it a teachable moment yeah moment yes um I think another way that you can teach your children about love is to incorporate it in their playtime because if you if you ever sit back and watch a child play and they, they're literally doing the things that they see around your house the way they play with their barbie dolls the way that they play with their babies the way they cook in their little kitchen set this is things that they see around the house so and them good positive examples of love you can and you'll see that incorporated in their play and if, even if you watch your child you don't see their their playing maybe they making a barbie dolls fight or whatever but that's okay we don't we don't play like that or let's teach our like nearly for it let's make up let's say sorry let's apologize let's take that time to learn so it's plenty of like opportunity or even how they interact with other children their age like constantly like oh let's play house and stuff like that that's, you know, not always wrong if you teach it correctly, if you acknowledge right. what they're doing and stuff like that. They don't, don't all, sometimes we also put on our negative thoughts to children and okay. they don't have no, like if I say they play a house and you, you're in your mind, mom and dad's already going to like, oh, no, 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 y'all not doing that. Because right. it's like, you know, you don't want them to think about sex, but they probably wasn't even doing it. They literally in there like doing what you they're do. They're just imitating with the whole right and it's not only one aspect of playing house or whatever it could be anything right. even if the like i i disagree with the whole like boys can't play with certain stuff as well also like you can how else you want to learn how to be a father a husband or whatever if they aren't playing with it and they're not starting young and you're not talking to them about these things it's a way to talk to them and make it age appropriate for them so yeah. i agree with that yeah, definitely. Like you said, sometimes as adults, we put on our thoughts on our children and it's, they're not even thinking like that. You have to always think back to like when you played house, you sit thinking of like, for little right. Like I was outside playing house. I was out there cutting off the greens, making dinner, making food right. and stuff like that. And I had a yeah. little time. I wasn't thinking about anything. Like we have to put our mindset back into a kid when it comes to our children. Like you mm -hmm. have to step out of adult mode sometimes and think like a kid. Um, because that's and sometimes be their friend. Sometimes sometimes it's appropriate to be their friend sometimes. Not saying that you shouldn't speak about age appropriate stuff. Like you said, it's a time to teach. It's a time to just talk to them about it. Like just understand them. Like if they going to school all day, you can give them a moment of just like 
I'm not your mom right now doing it. Just get a breather of just being their friend, talk to them. And you can learn mm-hmm. so much, like, simply mm-hmm. just walking and talking or just talking to them for five minutes. Um, yes, and they learn through play and everything like that. So I agree. Yep. You want to, you want to, like, I try to tell parents to don't wait until your child is 12. We're not saying that 12 is impossible to teach these things, but it is a little bit harder. Because they've been exposed to stuff. They've already kids. experienced some things from other right. peers. Yeah, it's going to be harder to break those habits. It's not impossible, but it is going to be harder. And I just, when you you starting off with your child young, you're able to mold them into the person that you want them to be or the person that you, you know, the future that you see for them. Now, we're not saying that kids are always going to get around their friends you just have to believe in your parents and like they're going to fall into peer pressure and stuff like that. But if you teach your child young about loving their self and respecting their self and, and their friends and their, the people around them, some things are going to kick back in, you know, their morals are going to start to kick back in then around that time. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Like the number one thing, you have to love yourself and care about yourself and who you are in order to, be able to teach them about love or the aspects of love or actions of love and trying to do those things. Like, you know, you yeah. don't want to, like you said, don't want to put on all your negativity or all the stuff that you've been through. And children. of course, if you are a parent and you are parenting, you want the best for them. You want them to be 10 times, 100 times better than what you are and what you went through. Yeah. So it's important not to do, to put those things onto them and understand too. And they are little people. So definitely do that. Um, yeah. And back to what you were saying, like uh, if they get out, if they are around other friends and stuff like that, it's going to happen. You know, you could teach children a hundred things, and they do it all around you. But you know, when you, they get around their peers, they're going to do other stuff. So I think it goes back to just having the conversation and be willing to be a friend as well as a parent in some situations and talk to them and have that communication. And open comfortable in order to talk to you about stuff so that you understand what they're doing right. with their friends would look like you know they start like if it's a boy you know 12 13 they start the sexual stuff perhaps and it's happening earlier and earlier I, i'm gonna use that example because i have a son but yeah like they're talking about that at school and you talk to them about oh don't have sex don't do this and that you know use condoms all that and they get around their boys and boys telling them oh that's whack don't do that. That's corny or whatever. And then next thing you know, little yeah. boy is doing something. And you like, I done told you. But if they come home and say like, oh, yeah, well, Johnny said that's whack, mom. So right. why can't I do this? And then you have that conversation. That talk to them about. You got to open up the door. And I say, like like we said, it starts young. The, the things that you do with your children when they're young opens up doors for you and them later on in life will coming back to you to talk to you about these things. And as a parent, we always gonna react as a parent. Like you're you're gonna react as a parent. You might not react the right way on, on that first go round, but and correct and teach. So yes. correct the situation and teach. This is that's not right. I know your friends are all jumping off the bridge but you're not going to jump off the bridge because 
Not because uh, I said so, but because right because of the facts. <laughs> the, the facts, right? So I think that like when you do those things, like you teaching your child, you teaching them trust. Like I can trust in the my parents' word because they don't always overreact, or if they do right. overreact, always come back and sit and we can talk. You're teaching them. Honest, um, because you don't want them to lie to you. You don't want them to be yeah, like, communication oh, no. is the biggest thing. Yeah. So, like when they become, they get in a relationship, or even they're in whatever the world, they would still be like, they have to be able to talk. They have to be able to express themselves. Mm-hmm. They have a boss. They have a supervisor that's you know taking advantage of them or something like that. You want them to be able to express themselves and feel comfortable enough to be like, oh, I don't like. I don't, that didn't make me feel comfortable, stuff like that. And they already had that foundation laid from parenting from when they were young. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, going back to the love thing, like, I remember um, my mom wasn't a, the best thing having whatever relationships and stuff like that. But I always remember our conversations that we had. And I always remember I could talk to her about anything, like, when I right. was young. Um, and, you know, you get your menstrual cycle and all those things happening. So, I, you know, you normal, the normal girl would freak out with 11. Like, the normal person would be freaking out and stuff like that. So, you know, but since my mom had already, like, given me books, literature, I knew the facts. I knew it wasn't just my mom saying, oh, so I had right. facts. I had books and stuff like that I can go to and read. So I knew exactly what to do. I just called her, like, mom, it happened. She's like, okay, go in my room, get this, this, and that. I knew what to do. Like, <laughs> Because right. we had that that that, that conversation of I didn't feel weird to come to her and talk to her about anything or stuff like that. Yeah, and I say like my biggest thing as a parent, like my favorite saying and the thing that I like literally, I literally do not want my children to have a childhood that they have to heal from. Like I don't, right. I don't want them to feel like. Like they they are twenty two, twenty three, and these baggages or these this hurt or this pain, and now they don't or have secrets that they never told you, and yeah. it's getting them alive. And now they adult, yeah. and now they somebody's wife or husband, and bring yeah. all that into. And when it could have just been a simple conversation, just talk. And people don't realize, like I know for me, like the stuff that I went through with my mom made me look at all women different. Like it made me not like trust women period and you don't want to barriers for your child so mm-hmm. it's very important to like i'm not saying let your kids run wild but you have no to not at all we, we don't play that <laughs> we don't play that at all but you have to <laughs> yes this with love, is not with but like, you have to do it with love. Like when my daughter gets in trouble, as hard and and it's crazy because I never understood as a child why my parent this is gonna hurt me more than this gonna hurt you. But as yes. a parent, I understand that now because it's really hard to have to discipline your child, to have to see your child cry after getting popped or after getting a beating because that's Girl, not that's and I turn right away and I be like, yeah, stay strong, stay strong, stay strong, like. Stay strong. Like my but you, but you know, it's like, like when you go back and correct the situation, you you had to get a beating because I asked you 
several times. See, you didn't do this. What can we do to make the situation better next time? But this is a conversation. That's, that's what's subliminal. Like you're teaching love right there. You're teaching right okay, there. That's something. Yeah. There's a problem. I'm annoyed by the problem. You know, you have a conflict. You you react to the situation, but you come back and you problem solve. That's the stuff yeah. that you do in relationships. You know, partnerships, whatever business you talking you have a problem all right man i'm upset but this is how we're going to fix it i'm going to come back to you because i have a partnership with you i have a, a relationship with you I, I, a lot of parents don't believe in apologizing to their children and that is the way that they're looking at it like you're thinking like oh i'm not apologizing to no child you're a child i said yeah like it's a subordinate and you yeah. know authority it's not yeah. it's not always about it apologizing for beat like i'm not apologizing because that's something that you earned you earned that beating that's and that's exactly what i say i'm you like how you had to get it but yeah however i'm apologizing for the way it made you feel right i am apologizing for what you felt like whatever you're telling right. me you're hurt about i'm apologizing for that but i want right. you to also understand that your actions have consequences and I would be wrong as a parent not when you get out into the real world they're not going to give you a pop they're not going to give you a timeout they're not going to they're not going to do those things they're going to destroy you and I don't want that so yeah, I'm your boss is going to fire you to behave so that you can know how to act in the world as well so those are conversations that you want to have with a child because that's teaching them love. That's teaching them how to be an effective parent when they get older. That's teaching them how to be in a relationship, deal with consequences and all of those things. And mm -hmm. emotions and feelings. You're not you're not invalidating their feelings and their emotions. You're hearing right. them out. You're saying it's the same thing, receiving and giving. Like you hearing them out. You're saying, okay, you felt that way. I felt this. Way. Move on and feel this way so that we don't have to feel that way again. Like. You just have to, you have to be able to do that. And I feel like that's so important. It's not about, you have to think of it like, like you said, like they're in the real world. The cops are, you know, not everything that's going on now, but like, hypothetically, they're not going to come to you and be like, hey, you know, sorry for this, or, you know, you did this wrong or whatever, because I just felt like doing it. Mm -mm. Don't give you... Any explanation and stuff like that is the same thing. So you don't want to feel like you just an authority to your kids and that's it and you just have to do it because I mm -hmm. said so. Why? Right. How did you feel when your boss said do do it just because I said so? Anything to you? Or you work, you working at a job and you just have to mm -hmm. do stuff and you don't you looking at you knowing your heart is wrong or you knowing your head is wrong, but you just have to do it just because they said so. Right. No, you need some type of guidance, some type of what is what's the what's the title? What's the what's the job description and stuff like that? You get a the job description. You don't just get a job title. You get a description of what you have to do. So it's the same thing as a parent. Like you have to just think of it like that. Like, dang, did I just do it or do I care really about how they feeling or how, you know, the situation was? Yes, you are mad about the situation like you said, but it's it's teachable moments. You have to take those teachable moments. And then you wanna teach them like about love unconditionally so mm. you want to teach them like you don't have to do anything 
to get my attention, to get my love, to get my anything. You don't have to do those things. You don't have to act out or buy me gifts or buy, like, my lunch for you. Is That's not how it works. So, I mean, you got to take, like, I, like, to me, I think all moments is teaching yes. moments. Like, you take that moment, like, this is, you don't have to do those things. But then you want to teach them how to love. Oh, your sister's getting on your nerves, and you don't want to play, and you don't want to do this, and you don't want to do that. But is that the way to treat them? Is that the way to, you know, talk to them right. about that? Like you, like you and, love and them, them no matter like, what you're doing. You can, sometimes you don't want to be around yeah. certain, your siblings. Sometimes you don't want to play with this person. Sometimes you don't want to call your boyfriend back. Sometimes you don't want to call your girlfriend back. Sometimes you don't want to send that text message. You can say those things, and you can express that a better way. Than you or whatever, I'm done and that's it. Like, no, you care about this yeah. thing, you you love this person. Teach them how to say that, like how to say I need a break right now or I need a couple of minutes for myself or yeah. it's not the time. Simply, yeah. Teach them; they can learn, they can absorb it. Yeah. And you and that and then that some moments we have in double teachable moments because in that moment you're also teaching them how to empathize. How do you think your sisters feel when you when you screaming at them, when you're yelling at them, when you're being mean and saying that makes them feel? Mm-hmm. How do you feel if someone does that to you? But you're also teaching them how to how to empathize with other people and and how to pick up um, how to how to see it in other people. Not only look how does it make, how would it make you feel, but look look you see she's crying. Show them how to empathize and how to see the signs of other people hurt or how other people. So take the moments and teach because that's going to go a long way in their life. Yeah. Right? And they're going to remember those conversations in those moments too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember mommy told me this or, you know, something traumatic happens or whatever. I know that they would, they get better and stuff like that. They'll do better. I just feel like, you know, she's six years old. So mm-hmm. she is very impressionable right now. And the other day she came to me and she was like, like, uh, I wish I was Zakayla. That's my niece. I'm like, why? Why do you want to be Zakayla? Mm-hmm. And I had to take that moment right there and teach. You want to be yourself. She wanted to be my niece because my niece is older. So she, I'm my age at one point. But right now, love who you are right now, your six-year-old self. Right. Love who you are and the things that you're able to do right now. Don't focus on what you can't do. Focus right. on what you can do. And be awesome at them things. Be a rock star at those things at six years old. And yeah. you got to take those moments. Like, she didn't mean no harm. She yeah, didn't, and have, you know, but you can teach because that was a teachable moment of self-love. And that was the start old. of something like, oh, I see something. I want to be that person I didn't recognize I, me at first. So you had to take the I, moment and notice that, that as a parent. To fester because when those things fester that young for that long, you don't even know yourself no more. Now you're 13, 14, 15, 16, and you don't want all of this time wanting to be somebody else. And you don't even know who you are. What do mm-hmm. you like because you're so focused on trying to be something that you saw. So you got to correct the moments. Just yes, like and it takes a while for, like, for us, our generation, you know, like, that stuff just 
started coming to me, you know, starting to, I've always, I never like thought, you know, oh, you, I'm ugly or whatever or stuff like that, but you have your normal stuff going on in school, you know, <laughs> looking funny. You have those, what, sixth grade, fifth grade, <laughs> you got the, the teeth all out and everything, your face, you be looking crazy, okay? But, you know, you have those moments, but you don't know that. That you, you don't know that you like, oh, I look this way. You're not thinking about it. You're just like going through. And then you got other people, your peers, that's telling you like, oh, you this, you look like this, you look like that, or whatever. And it starts to break you down, but you haven't even mm-hmm. had the, oh, I'm better than that. I don't even care what you're Yeah, right. You never have no foundation to see Right. Those. So if you, if you as a, fan, as, as a parent are already instilling that, they just, that's just going to bounce off them like, nah, like, I'm good. I look and good. Like, <laughs> Because, girl, it took me decades. I was doing this button. I didn't do this button like 17 times because I was so conscious, conscious of how I was going to look on camera. And to be honest, I'm going to put this. I said, you know what? This is the last time. This I'm is gonna, it. And you like, you're going to get whatever button come on this camera. Right, because that's not what it's about. You start to realize the other things that you are good at, you know. You just, it's, it's, this is the podcast. It's about what we're talking about. The content and all this other stuff is extra. So, you know, it's just, it's just understand that. So if you, as a parent, you can start to plant those seeds, I think, that you know. Because if you tell if the world, if you telling your child or not telling your child, if you're not telling your child or not encouraging your child, that's one thing. But if you are in the home and you tell get Words are powerful. Yes, very powerful. And then they're going out into the world, and their friends are telling, "Aha, you bought here." Into a world that already don't like them. They're going to believe that they're bald here. They're going to believe that they're ugly. They're going to believe that they're worthless. So it is your job to literally be their armor, girl. You are beautiful. Your curls is popping. Your lips. Right. It's your job to literally be their armor, put the, their armor of self love and self belief on your child because the world is rough. Yeah, like and it's also rough. on the on the flip side of it to like input, un, to like input, um, superficial stuff onto them. Like I remember I had to, I've always spoke over my son like in whatever you're awesome, you can do this, this, and that since like the womb so, but like my mom had to tell me one day like like you don't want to say they're awesome in this area and they and they discovered that they're not you know right. once they get out into the real world and you have been just like saying all this stuff back to like knowing their strengths and weaknesses if you know that no, it's not it's not them. quite there yet you don't want to just keep on like putting putting mm-hmm. unnecessary or un, un, untrue things onto that mm-hmm. Yeah, thing, and then they can know about it, and then they go into a situation where they have to use that thing, and you've been the mom yep. and dad telling them all the time that it's awesome and it's not. That could be hurtful as well. So just be careful with which thing you're doing. But for emotional, definitely poor words, poor words of encouragement, words of positivity over your children because it does matter. It, it remember hearing "I love you" is goes a long way. Like. That's one of the things I definitely make sure I say every day, all day, sometimes too much, sometimes I'm drawn, but you never know, especially today, like this, this pandemic, everything that's going on, you lose people left and right, just 
you want to make sure that they feel loved. Uh, and you want to, um, you as a parent, not make the excuse like, oh, my mom never hugged me, or my mom never said she loved me, or my mom never showed me love, my mom never did this, or my dad never did this, my dad wasn't. You can't make those excuses. You can't because the point is to be better than that. Is the the point is to feel how did you feel when your dad didn't do that? So you will make your child feel like that as well because you never was hugged or y'all didn't display affection. Affection is very important. I think people really downplay showing affection, a hug, a kiss on the cheek, a a hot five, anything, a hot five, a a smile, anything like a smile. So a lonely child, it it really does. Like you don't want the people period. That's just humanity too. Like. You 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 saying hello to somebody, you you smiling or whatever, you walking down the street, you you acknowledging people's their their they have feelings. People have feelings. So you just have to remember that and be conscious of what you're doing, what you're putting out into the world and do the same thing with your children. Like Yeah. I think it. going back to what you said about um not over exaggerating like your child. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, like you said, that is very important, and it does go back to knowing their strengths and their weaknesses. It's very important to pay attention to You want to always encourage your child to at least try. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, challenge them. Problem. Healthy. Yeah, healthy. Like, not do it. You can do it. No, but you definitely want to, oh, well, you took the, the thing. It's too tall. Well, let's try. And yeah, or let's do one step. Let's do one step instead of five steps. Yeah, like, be a support. Like, let them know that, that it's okay that they're afraid because it's too tall. Well, let's work together. I'll be right here here to catch you. That builds their yes. confidence because now when they that whole the time, no, that whole sentence that right there, that phrase is just amazing. Like, you just let them know you you supporting them. You're there for them. You're not going to leave them and that they can do it, you know. You you at least try and and look look what you did because like that's just like like for example what and, you can, and then praise after that yeah, and praise like, if they did try because now they gonna do it again because that's just like with my niece she was struggling mm-hmm. and she literally broke out into tears and I'm just like first number one let's validate those feelings let's talk about it what's wrong why are you crying what you right. crying for let's let's see like let's identify the problem what are what are you upset about and now validate the feeling you are entitled to feel that way that is very hard and it can be very frustrating but we're Girl, my emotions just be crying too i'll be like Girl, but i kept going so what are we we're going to keep going we're going to and that's a moment it. too you can tell them like we're not perfect you're not perfect Biology, biology made us parents. That doesn't mean we we know everything. Thing is not it's, it's not run down right. anywhere. You mm-hmm. learn as you go, so it's okay to let them know you you not there yet. Like I'm learning it, too. It, Listen, it, I don't know this math either, but we're gonna it, learn it together. Child is trying to they're trying to make you proud, so they're thinking like, damn, I don't. Yeah, oh, wait, so that's a big one. You're not gonna be proud of me, no, girl. We make mistakes too, and that right there tears down that wall of 
trying to make afraid that you're not going to be proud of them. Let's tear that down because that's not the case. We're all, we all make mistakes, but we're going to work through it. So now let's mm-hmm. work through it. Let's let's take our time. Let's go back. What are you having problems with? Let's work through it. And we got it. Her face lit up like a light bulb. She was so happy. And I took the time to praise her through that because it's something that might be small to somebody else because they can do it like this. But to her, right. it's a very big moment right. through that. You praise her through that because now she's going to feel encouraged and feel confident to do the next problem. Or the tech yep. and, and, and she learned how to be a kind of a leader so that if if yeah. the younger children she sees that she's like, Oh yeah, I remember when my aunt told me this. Yeah. Let me go ahead and do this for her. Uh, so that already yeah. teaches them how to be in the world and how uh, to be a person and give people empathy and love and yeah. stuff like that. And it teaches them selfless. That is very important to teach a child. That's how you teach a child love as well. Teach like teaching them selflessness. Because mm-hmm. you want them to be able to, like, oh, I ain't helping you because I, uh, I don't feel right, like I already knew. Yeah, but now you you gonna remember that time like, oh, my aunt took the time to stop whatever she was doing and she helped me. I'm gonna do that for the next person. Or I see a homeless person outside. Like I teach my daughter all the time. I give her money. She earns her allowance. I teach her to give back. She has a um. She has a pantry outside that she puts food in. She puts like different toiletries and things like that because I want her to be selfless. I want her to understand giving back and to know that people are less If she sees somebody out on the street, now she instantly reaches in her fanny pack and gives. I don't even have to coach her to do that for her. But you want to teach them that very, very young. Oh, you only got a quarter? The man, you, you have food tonight, but he's outside and he's hungry. And he like to give him something. Would you like to help him? You don't force them. Like you give them the option. But yeah, you that's want another to thing. Eat. I had that. Yeah, you don't force, but you like... give them the option. Yeah, you want to teach them that though. And even if and you you let them know that that's okay because sometimes you yeah. just don't have it. Like this might be your last quarter, and you probably right plans for that quarter, and it's very understandable. You don't want to give them. And the they might like, not understand that at the moment. Yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna we're gonna come back. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, she did the same thing, and I, I, I didn't know. Like, like I said, some stuff is like subtle. You don't even know that you are teaching stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, I give to home. Like, if I see, I did, I don't give money. It's like really a situation that they eat out the trash or right. laying in the snow in the rain. Right. I'm like, all right, they, they can't be camping. Like, it's like, all right. <laughs> So those people I do give to, like when we, I used to catch a train and stuff coming home from um, work and stuff, I would even go in his lunchbox and give the leftovers. Sometimes he'd be looking at me like, mom, I'm like, look, you didn't eat this. This person don't have any food and like just t- telling him that and I'll give it to him. And I remember one day he was doing it out of the blue. I didn't say nothing to him. I just, he like, mom, see, that's why I love you because you give it to people that don't have anything and, and that's so nice. <laughs> And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> but like he did, he just know he just noticed that, and like just for him to see, or I didn't do it for anybody to notice that I'm doing that, or I needed praise or anything like that. That's just the things that you can show subconsciously. So just be mindful of what you're doing and how you are observing. Children are observing you. So. Right. So how do you feel about like? dating your children 
I know it sounds um, like so weird and scary. Yeah, but I, seriously. I, I think that people literally used to, like I said, not showing affection or like putting their adult views on children that they just think that that's weird. Like I honestly think that that, like I said, I have four girls, so I think that it's very important for. Me my husband showed them how they're supposed to be treated. Even if we all go out as a family, it's very important for my husband to show our children, oh, let me get the door, let me help with this, let me do, like, it's very important because they are females. I'm afraid. I don't want them to think that being with some riff raff, <laughs> some riff raff, grandma. <laughs> I mean, I was doing it. Like, I was don't want my kids to think that that's okay, but I want them to usually, like, people say that
Listen, Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. I do something. I give him something, if it's, even if it's a handmade, whatever. I remember I was at work. And oh, but you also teach him that he thinks as too, well. Yeah, and that he's important, he's important too. Mom, for me, so I have to do this for you. Or I have to do this for my kids. Or, you know what I mean? Right, and that he's important too, you know. And it's not always, it doesn't always have to be the man to do Mm-hmm. Like you can feel this way. This is my thing to do, and I'm going to do it for you. This is how I'm showing you I love you, and that you're important to me this day or whatever. You don't have to celebrate mm-hmm. holidays. We're not saying that you have to do these things that you have important to definitely show some type of feeling and emotion towards your children that sh- that that emulates love, that shows them you know that you are appreciated and stuff like that. But yeah, like we go out, you know. Uh, manicures, he gets a boy a cure <laughs> and boy his, his little toes cleaned and stuff like that. I don't call him done or painted none of that. Get some clean and he feel like a little king. I was like, I don't even get this treatment. They be bringing pillows to his back up all nice and neat. Give him the Wi Fi code. I done asked for the Wi Fi code twelve times. He asked for the Wi Fi code. No got juice and snacks and candy. I'm like, what? Who do you think you are? But, you know, he feels special in those moments, and that makes me happy that he's happy. So I like that dating your children. I think that's a, a little thing to do. Yeah, those moments, because like I said, they put adult view mm-hmm. on date. And sometimes it's just not dating. Yeah. It's, um, it's majority. just bonding, but it's just called something else, and it's specific to just having yeah. a moment with them to show how you feel about them and how they're feeling and just have like I said be a friend in the moment sometimes sometimes yeah. just talk to them hey how you doing how's today we're going out to eat today because I want to spend some time with you mm-hmm. sometimes multiple kids you know they like to have yeah how do you guys do with that like how do you have like specific days or specific times that you might take one out so the the thing is being a parent of, it is very difficult to like schedule time for just one child mm-hmm. in this stage right now. Yeah. I'm gonna say in this stage right now because I have two, oh, I have two um, infants. Well, they're toddlers now, so I have two toddlers. They're one, so they are very very busy. So sometimes we'd be drained by mm-hmm. the day. We'd be drained when we wake up sometimes. See, and it's two of them. So it'd be hard now to like schedule that one-on-one time because it's just a lot going on. But my daughter do like express like, hey, I, I feel like y'all not showing me no attention. Yeah, when she expresses that, then it'd be like a reminder like, oh shit, we didn't go out with her. We didn't, we didn't. Or even a book. It don't even have to be like a whole big yeah. thing. It could just be like, and I was about to say, and it sometimes it don't. We had to learn as mm-hmm. parents because we were so used to it just being her. her because our child, our older child, stays with her mom most of the time. So we were so used to it just being Haley. We was able to give Haley all of our attention, give Kara all of our attention when she needed it as well. It was just so easier because they were bigger, and it was easy to be like, "Are right, you gonna take Kara this week? I'm gonna take Haley out this week, and then we gonna switch kids. You take Haley, I take Kara." But now with the twins, it's just be like, so now we had to figure out how to 
we were so used to going out and doing things outside of the house. Yeah. So we had to figure out, all right, what can we do inside of the house with the kids for have, to have one-on-one time or just to have family time because sometimes she just be wanting so yep. to be one-on-one time most of the time with her. And even think of it and as an adult. Like, like you, you want attention. You know yeah. when you want attention sometimes. You know when you That's want Bay to be like all up on and you and everything. <laughs> easy to please so it only literally it took a bedtime story it took tucking her in at night it took game night movie night those things we started incorporating into our daily lives so now it's easy because we incorporated it sundays is family days we either going to have a movie night or we're going to have a game night so we started incorporating it into our everyday lives versus having a plan it like all right we're going to see the Kids, I think we're going to do this, 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had to listen. Like we had to listen to what she wanted, not what we thought she wanted. Yeah. Like we had to, we thinking like, oh, she's so used to going out that she gonna be mad having to do a game night. And, and she literally was was just so happy. Mm-hmm. So you gotta listen to your kids. They know what they want. Yep. They know. They know exactly what they want. Even for me, like I remember for he started kindergarten, so I've been like really big on just reading and stuff like that, making sure we. read book so uh who was it i think monday night or whatever i didn't i don't think i read a book sunday night because it was like running late and i was just scrambling just trying to get him to bed or whatever and he like mom i read a book like i am mad at you. i am he's like i am mad at you i said oh we're gonna read two tomorrow <laughs> and that's what I did. I had double double. Up and I was like, being like, already, like, you can't. Like, you're not slacking. You, you're messing up the routine, and that's my time. And I like it. Okay. So I like that they are able to express that. Like I said, it goes back to them having comfortability with parents, being able to express themselves mm-hmm. and let you know what they need. Because they're. Uh, and I think, like, two. Two more things that I'm thinking about, like as a parent that I like am really big on too. I don't like when people break promises to my children. Like I, I break promises because I don't like, I know what that created for me. So I'm very big on like I don't I don't like just don't say it. Just like don't even say it. Don't yeah, sometimes but you have right. to know how to approach that situation. Go back, talk, explain. Don't just let oh we let's just say that we was going to Chuck E. Cheese and or just because they're a child, you and know, we just oh they already right. could be alright. And yeah. then they on they were but listen, X Y Z came up. We gonna to try to reschedule. Um, I'm sorry, but this this is, this happened and it was unavoidable. But we wanna to try to go again sometime next week. Let them know. Let them know what's going on because in their mind, they're in the ball, they ready to go be with their friends or whatever. Like they're hype about that, mm-hmm. and they get their little feelings crushed. I don't believe in that. We ain't crushing no feelings. Nope. I'm sorry. And that, and that, and it, I, it, it hurts and it starts to trust. 
It's her time. Like, don't let Auntie Such and Such call me no more because she always saying she wants to come get me and not do it. Like, that's a big thing for me too. Am I big on? I thought you said we was dot 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 dot. That's why I don't let I like. Girl, yes. You remember. They remember, and if you, uh, I'm big on that. Like, if you break a promise to my child more than twice, you got, you got you, third time, you out, I'm going to I start to filter out those plans. I'll, if you come through, if you show up on the doorstep, oh, yeah, I forgot you're supposed to be going to grandma's bed. That's just an example. Grandma don't never break your promises. Don't get me wrong. Grandma don't break that's your right. promises. But I'm just saying, that's an example. Like, if if she was to break promises, I wouldn't mama come to get you this week until she showed up because I don't want to break yep. my heart. Yep. That's what I had to start doing, and that's why I had to start telling DAD. I'm like, look, don't even say nothing. Don't say nothing about anything, yeah. especially when he talks to me on the phone, starts telling him you're doing this, this, and that, because as he getting older, he knows everything. Well, he knew stuff before. He He's just yeah. been like that, but especially now, he's five. He's like, yo, like, what happened? You like you yeah, know. don't do that don't do that because that's that's breaking down his trust mm-hmm. he's not going to understand you or nothing like that anymore not going to listen to nothing you're saying and then it's going to be i have to be the the, the cleanup woman i figure it out and say this and that like no you're going to start dealing with it when you promise and break a promise you're going to have to start telling my child why you didn't show up like you said like give them mm-hmm. a call back and understand treat them like little humans they just he- like humans, so little people, they are have they have feelings and they understand stuff too. They understand most things that we think that they don't understand, and they they be right don't. here with us. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't like that either. <laughs> I think this, um I want to wrap it up with this one, but I think that um the way to teach another way to teach a child how to love is to teach them to love their environment as well. So like not littering and or cleaning up like I'm a litterer when she goes to refill her pantry I'll let her go out there with gloves on and the trash bag and we clean up in front of the door and things like that and I just try to teach her like we don't litter when we do things like this to the earth these are the reactions blah blah we're teaching them how to love their environment they you know that's, that's, that's another that's, form of love it's another uh, way and thing yeah. to, to eat so much something you care about yeah, I, when she when she used to garden, there's another way. The earth and it's going to produce something that you then took the time to nurture and care for. You mm-hmm. watered it, you you did all of these things and cared for it, and now look what it produced for you. Like, yeah, I, I used to do, I do that too, like to going outside. Same thing. We would like to just like, hey, thank you, son. Thank you, trees. Thank you, mm-hmm. earth. Whatever you know, just because things people do stuff for you, even people. Like say, start saying thank you to your your grocery store, your people that you know check you out, and you know your clothing department. Start mm-hmm. taking care of your clothes, taking care of your stuff. Like all that stuff matters, you know. It's showing them how to care about stuff and how to love things. So, um, how did receiving love or not receiving love affect the way that you parent today? Um, like I don't try to carry on, uh like my childhood onto stuff or lack of something that I received or anything like that. Um, both my parents loved me. I felt like they could, even mm-hmm. though, you know, they weren't together and stuff like that. But 
I feel loved on both sides, so I, I, that wasn't an issue for me. Um, but I'm definitely overly exaggerated with stuff. Like want to be, you want them to be better than what you were. But I don't intentionally put that in my mind. Like, oh, I remember September 17th, such and such. My mom didn't do this, or my dad didn't do this. So I want, I'm, I'm doing this because of that. Like I don't think about it. Like I'm overly loving person, so I'm, <laughs> I'm just like that. Right. Period. So, um, I just make sure I just. I treat them him like a person and understand that he has feelings too. So of that. I'm always mindful of that. How about you? Um, I think like for me, like you said, I don't intentionally like be like, Oh, my parents didn't do this, so I'm gonna make sure I do that. Like I don't do that intentionally, but I, I do remember like things how I felt when I didn't receive like maybe like love or attention or things like that and I try my best not to repeat the mistakes of parent intention like I try to like parent intentionally like I try to you know learn from their mistakes I guess and like try to not make those same mistakes with my child like I don't like make it like oh my parents didn't do this this and that so I gotta do this like no right do try to but you are mindful like it's in your head like oh yeah remember I didn't like that right I try to be mindful and like I'm just the type of person where so I just learn from it so I guess like why that kind of happens but like I I just I learn from other people's mistakes and I try not to repeat those things or I try to um you know avoid it if I couldn't so I I even picking my husband like I just knew that I, that was going to be there for my children because I knew the mistake that my mom made um, and I didn't want to make that mistake and um, I wanted to pick you know I wanted to pick a person that was going to be supportive I was so you know I don't intentionally do those things but you know it do be in the back of my mind and I do try to be mindful how I parent based on the things that I did go through or experience with my own parents yeah, so the so feedback we gave was to definitely be open with communication with your children to show them how you love and um, have them ask you questions about, about any that communication for themselves and teach you teach them how they feel about things and, and let them be able to say the yes and no to stuff, have choices, um, and give them examples. Of of, of like we said dating your children is not necessarily a bad thing it's just spending time with them having that bonding moment doing something special starting to show your love language to your children or starting to build their love language as well um what else you um we said the set examples of love um we also said to um love your children unconditionally um we said to correct and teach so um yeah have teachable moments and we said to um teach incorporate love in their playtime oh we also said apologize as well so apologize when you you know you feel like you did something wrong or if your children you know express something to you that probably hurt their feelings 
Don't be afraid to have a conversation. I revisit conversation after the solution. Just don't react all the time and just leave it at that. Like, come back, revisit what was said, mm-hmm. what was the problem, and make a solution together. And um, if they do something that you was talking to them about and they didn't listen, it's flexible to them that made you feel a certain way, and that's why you reacted the way you did. But uh, we're going to work on it to get better. Um, um, be able just pay attention to how they play, like you said, you know, they learn the most through play and learning and experiences and showing them. So pay attention to how they play and revisit stuff sometimes and just check yourself in the mirror as a parent and like and do this a different way, you know, however you want them to be. And always remember that you guys are awesome as parents, you know, doing the best you can do and always mm-hmm. just do your best and make your children happy people. And there is no perfect parent. Parenting does not not come with a handbook. We're all just out here doing the best that we can. So we want to remember that. Yes. And for dads, especially dads too, don't let this society guys was weird and, you know, let's normalize uh, parents and family. I mean, dads loving their children, loving on their children, letting their, you know, son sit on their lap and stuff like that or, you know, talk to them a kiss that's not weird that's love <laughs> if that's uh, what you want to do it might not be your style and what you want but don't project that into the world as if somebody's doing it is wrong you know people will have to have different love languages start to teach them what a love language could be so yeah we want to wrap it up and that is our episode for season two yeah so um, remember to follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, this one, YouTube, all of the Queens Podcasts, um, and also Twitter, QWQ Podcast. And we will see you guys next Wednesday at 8. See ya. Good night.